Geek Shock. Geek Shock. For like a basic one. That's good. I was, I, I this was, microphone I is to nothing a but EVPs. <laughs> you when you plug it in, all no, you get I, is I found, EVPs. Uh, um, like what he's got. Yeah. Um, made by Nady and ADY. And um, it was rated pretty good. Yeah. And it's like a $40. Is that the official rating? Pretty good. And pretty good. Yeah. No, they, they gave it four That's and a half stars. They said well, I think four and a half stars is better than pretty good. They I mean, said yeah. that they were four, four, and seven, well, four and a half out of seventy-five. But oh. Oh, still pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I guess I needed more information. It only had like one one-star rating, and the guy was like, it, "This can't possibly be a good it microphone." It doesn't fit in my ass correctly. It's too cheap. <laughs> yeah. I but tried like, putting it into my asshole, <laughs> and it just really is uncomfortable Worst there. Worst fitting <laughs> microphone ever. Guys, like the, if, you're looking looking for, if you're looking for a butt mic, this is just skip <laughs> this one Move completely. on. Move this on. This is the worst butt mic ever. Butt mic inqu- inquisitions <laughs> go away. No, I just said that it, you know, you know, they expected to, uh, you know, the price to be. A I lot have a higher. cavernous like bunghole, but this thing has echoed forty dollars <laughs> condenser mic like he's got. I like to hear my, my shit squirming down my lower GI. No need for the echo. <laughs> no, we all mic. want to record our colon. Oh, that, that, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is not the mic to do it. The with. one review that really irritated me was the guy's like, "This thing picks up every little sound like it," and I'm like, "I'm like, really? That's your review?" Because he didn't, he didn't, he bought it and was using it like a handheld. And with the condenser, you have to have so the like uh, a uni- he wanted the, uh, the unidirectional, it was omnidirectional. Yeah, well, he was he was using it as a handheld. Yeah, well. He was holding it, and he says it picks up every little movement, every little, yeah. you know. And I'm like, yes, it's a condenser design. mic. That's what they do. It's a sensitive microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Dingbat. It's like, it's like that's why it's great for studio vocals, not for all much else. Kinds of sounds. It got every gurgle in my colon. Guys, the sounds, <laughs> every sound comes through this microphone. It's some bullshit. The worst microphone. Ever. I want a microphone that makes uh. me sound like Gloria stuff. <laughs> Just Gloria F. Stefan. I want the <laughs> David Hasselhoff microphone. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 199. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Just Michael. Captain Luddite. I'm here to talk Weekend Geek. 199. Yeah, 199. Coming up on big that's, old 200. Yeah. That's uh, solid. That's kind of a big deal, huh? Yeah. It's a big number. I like that's, it. That's uh, four, five, six years of work. <laughs> sure. Yeah. How long has it been? Work. It's about four years. Four years. Not yeah. quite four years. I mean, 52 weeks in a year would there be about four breaks years. It down to four That's years. Not Two quite four years. You know, I just didn't know. Oh, it's not guys. quite four years. Wow. Yeah. We don't miss weeks. Unless, you know, I Well, for out. Geek Shock, I mean, <laughs> Very rare. Yeah, for we Geek started Shock. the whole thing. The whole thing's about six years old. October of 07. We missed. So, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, gentlemen. It's very exciting. Six years in October. Yep. 199. around the corner. Yeah. Right you guys don't look a day over 170. We oh, will yeah. never pass this way again. Yeah. Forever right. young. You're absolutely right. <laughs> we will never pass wow. this way here again. Let's hope we don't pass that way again. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about the microphones? Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, I like that. Let's talk more about <laughs> that. Yeah. I had uh, I passed like four microphones yesterday. It was a rough day. <laughs> Usually it's, it's two or three day mic, two or three mic day, but yesterday, I don't know. Well, the worst part is keeping the cord going all the way through <laughs> <know>. your business. <laughs> I mean, it a lot of through swallowing. Your, runs you through know? your mouth. You well, just it's, breathe it's, through the nose. I just keep, I just keep uh, salivating because it's going down yeah. my throat and it's all Well, it's body floss. Yeah, it's body floss, but it's bad. Yeah, it's not good for me. And then, uh, yeah. And then, inevitably, some kid comes up and yanks on it. I'm like, <laughs> stop <laughs> it. 
Don well, does you? all that work you just did. You? Just did. I mean, yeah. come on. I would too. If I saw, too hard to if I saw a poop coke, poop caked microphone hanging out, some dude, I'd be yanking at that thing. I gotta check it out. You've yanking and yanking. You and Disney's Tigger, the, the, the guy in that your costume. Butthole in your face. My butthole in my own face. You can punch uh. people for that. <laughs> what geeky things to do this week, gentlemen? I went and saw Red Two. Red oh, 2, that, too. that yes. was your choice. Uh, well, I was going to go see Wolverine as <laughs> yeah. well, but then I realized, oh shit, I still haven't seen Red 2, and the uh, <laughs> the theater you was, yeah, well, it just, Wolverine just opened this weekend, right, right. and theater was still quite packed, mm. so I'm like, rather than, uh, you know, Deal with the Brave getting a, I mean, there's really no bad seats at the Galaxy Luxury sure. Plus, but... You know, I think they sponsor this program. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we, we definitely. <laughs> you know, uh, I have Gal- uh, the galaxy up at the cannery where up where I live has the announcement now. They didn't before, but now they have the announcement uh, on the screen about you know shut your phones off or we'll kick you out. Yeah, I think that's uh, so it's, yeah, it's going a company wide. Yeah, it's purely a company wide thing. It's not just the luxury one. Yeah, the luxury Zero one has tolerance. the assigned nice seats and the wider seats and everything. But anyway, but yeah, um, so liked I liked the first one a lot. It was a lot of fun, and you know, based on the DC comic. And then, uh, of course, uh, this is the sequel. Um, still a lot of fun. Still a lot of. Uh, What's it the sequel to? Red. <laughs> <laughs> not, not. It stands for retired, extremely dangerous. It's, is it? Got it. Wait, it's not the sequel to white. No. <laughs> okay. No. Or blue. Not that, not blue that sex. Next? Yeah. Not that that's that Red European right. trilogy, right? That's that European trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So it's Har- a sequel to the European Harvey trilogy. Harvey Keitel in one of those. Yeah, I think yeah, my so. brother loved those movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Eat them up with so a So still fun, still worthwhile. Yeah, I, 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 had, I got a good time with it. A lot of good laughs. Uh, you know, Red was one uh, that I didn't see in the theaters, and when I saw it, I was like, oh, I wish I had gone to see that in yeah, the theaters. Yeah, me too. So I need to get out and see Red too. I saw it like on Cinemax. I think I saw it on the boat, so I was kind of underwhelmed. It was small screen and. On a ship, on I, like I can't air. watch movies on a, on a ship, not not happily. No, it's not a good experience. What about Castaway, it's not, it's not <laughs> that. Uh, that's a different TV that shows. Open water, the two about, best movies. Open water, oh yeah. TV Poseidon, shows go well. Open but. water, Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta see Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> when you're going on you a cruise, you know what's funny? I confuse red and salt. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sure. That's got to that's got to make for some interesting I dining. I was not uh, that yeah. impressed with salt. The Angel I wasn't Jolie. either. No, but oh, I confused the two of them. When I think back on the things that go down in red and salt, I eventually think Helen Mirren is in that room with the vice president <laughs> when all the shit's going down for yeah. some reason. But no. it's Angelina Jolie. <laughs> it's Angelina Jolie. I forget. I mean, it. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather watch Helen Mirren any day. Please, hello. Mm, I could stare into that mirror all day long. I'll be reflectioning on that. But anyway, it's worth seeing. Um, that is one Helen of a woman. Helena Mirren. I, I will admit, I, I don't know how closely it does follow the comic book. I was only vaguely aware of the comic book when the first movie came out. Uh, so uh, I, I know the characters are probably loosely based on the comic characters. A not so interesting uh, side note is uh, I recently saw that Mary Louise Parker is officially announced she's like done with acting. Yeah, I is heard that, that real, too. Though, or is that just her kind of against bullying and trolling and stuff? I don't know. Well, that was her response still... to the bullying and trolling yeah. and like all the paparazzi and all the crazy she is, rumors. She's that... the acting world's Phil Fish. Yeah. 
She, uh, you know, I will say she still looks pretty good for, what, 50-something? She's 48 or 49 or something like that. I think she's... Or maybe 50. This is the the one from Weeds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And R.I.P.D. Like, recently she had a... uh, I think it was from the R.I.P.D. press. Yeah, she recently had a response to, like... Not fun. Press junkets and press and just how they mistreat... You know, just all those stupid rumors that get started about actors and actresses. And she was like, that's it, I'm done. It's not worth it. You're all a bunch of idiots, and they can just lie about you. And so she's like, "I, I don't need to do this anymore." Yeah, she's got the theater. Uh, she, it sounded like she wouldn't even, she, maybe, even do she that. Was, she was talking about like, yeah, she's quitting, she's retired, yeah. she's done. Hey, go but for it. <laughs> I mean, it's she not can like build models like the rest of us. She's not hurting yeah. for money. I was gonna say she's got that fuck you money, man. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. You can. I you mean, get that fuck you money, you do that. Shit. I think I don't know many people that wouldn't go. Yeah. I'm out. Enough's enough. Right? <laughs> the money. I'm out. Enough's enough. You have yeah. one bad day and you're done. Yeah. Sure. That's like yeah, that, she is 48. Sorry. That Kevin Hart uh, stand-up thing he did, the last one he did, where he's talking about how, you know, he's like, I thought I was doing okay, but then you get to, like, real money. You get to, like, fuck you money. And he's hanging out with one of his buddies, and they're like, hey, my kid's having his birthday party at Disneyland, and your kid's <laughs> about the same age, so why don't we come over? You know, want to join us? And he shows up to Disneyland, and he's like, all right, and there's nobody there. The place is empty, and he's like, where is everybody? He goes, oh, no, I bought out Disneyland for the day. For my kid and your kid to celebrate his birthday, and he's like, "That's when I knew, like, that's serious fucking money." You know, that's fu-. you know. He's like, "You got to stay." In, he was. It's a whole bit about staying in your lane. And he's like, "You got to stay in your financial lane." Like I've learned, you got to stay in your financial lane. It's a funny bit. He's like, "He's pretty funny." That's that smarts though. Yeah, that's the truth. Anyway, that was the strange side bit about Mary Louise. I'm freaked out about. It. Yeah, it was mostly like. A news junket or something. And yeah, it was, it was just enough was enough. Yeah, I'd out. heard that. I she's out. Didn't really read the thing on well, it. Well, like you say, I can't blame somebody. Like, why no. put up with it? I no, get sure. it. I get it. One hundred percent. People are the worst. Yeah, they're paying the ass. People are terrible. Hell yeah. Well, when I was watching uh, putting together the show for tonight, I was watching footage from MTV, which was ads- asking nerd questions to celebrities to find out who was real nerds nerd. and who was the poser, and watching. Harrison Ford just look at the person with absolute contempt. Sure, <laughs> just I, I think one of the questions he received was, "What would Chewbacca sound like if he was really angry at you?" And oh. just there's just what? the stare. Come on, yeah, man. yeah. I mean, yeah. This is Harrison Dude, Ford. Well, that's Harrison yeah. Ford. Like it's one thing if you. Why would you even? Oh, oh man, whatever. Yeah. People are stupid. Well, I mean, our own uh, experiences of press junkets. You know, you just. Some of these guys ask the most ridiculous questions. I mean, yeah. sometimes we would ask a fun question after we'd done like all the serious the questions, standard. if we had yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And most of the people we interviewed appreciated our, our silly question. Yeah. I think we only ever had one that just failed miserably. In, in our minds, it was, it was like, oh, this would be cool to ask. And then, you know. But it so was what's at your the show end. about? <clears throat> what's your show about? No, it wasn't that one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some of them were like, like, have you ever been to our country? You know, we're you know, especially when you have like some of the foreign press is like, have you ever been to our country? Oh, you have to come to our country. You know, we have all this, oh, yeah. and they're just going on and on, and it's like, <laughs> this is a person with <laughs> yeah. with precious little time to answer all of these people in line with cameras. Yeah, you, you have, have little time to ask. You them. have maybe three minutes yeah. with this person. You have maybe time for three to five questions, and sometimes you get tapped on the shoulder and told, uh, time to go down to two questions. Yeah, or. You know, sometimes you'll be in the middle asking your first question, and they tap you and say, "This is your last question." Nice. So, I mean, it's you know, it is what it is, but it, it is part of the business. But 
it's always funny when you're when you're waiting patiently for your turn to see and, some idiot. Because we actually had in one of our press rooms uh, an actress that we wanted to get. Uh, a bit with she was coming over to us and got sniped by this Italian uh, press crew that uh, you know they literally like she was she walked she made eye contact with us smiled was walking over us and the guy literally stuck his hand out you know his full arm and everything and and essentially corralled her into in front of his camera nice and I was kind of surprised that the handlers didn't jump in at that point but uh, no I can totally understand somebody getting fed up with it because some of those press junkets are ridiculous so what was the uh, what was the bad joke that didn't work oh I don't even remember uh, I think we asked um, in uh, fringe we asked have you had uh, have you ever had any oh, yeah. odd experiences in your life that would be Similar to like events on the show, and this okay. basically the answer. We thought it was cool because you know people talk all the time about you know, like weird supernatural experiences yeah, that happen. Actors are all crazy like, liberal. Doors yeah, slamming, yeah. you know. It's yeah. like I was just in my house one time, and all of a sudden the door just slammed, and I'm like, okay. One time anyway, I was at a press junket, and people asked me a silly question. Is that what they said? <laughs> no, we thought. <laughs> Although we thought I would it'd be a good question, answer. but like that everyone was good. just like, no, no. If that ever happened to me in real life, I. I'd freak out or anything like that would <laughs> yeah, ever happen it turned on the show. Just really nonchalant. Yeah, yeah as a matter of fact. In fact, we we kind of no. cut it out for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Well, but that show has like transdimensional bullshit. Yeah, yeah. that's why we brought it up because it's too like, out there. No, like, but this was early. Have in you the been show? through yeah. a transdimensional wormhole? Well, it was and during the first season. Your younger other self who's yep. not dead. This was the first season I'm before sure they started. Sure, you've had something like that happen, right? <laughs> hey, you ever have a, a real, real dumb guy? Who plays a professor dad and a kind of <laughs> cute lady on there and the thing? You have stuff like that in your life? I, I don't also, know what uh, you're talking about. I am crazy's fringe doctor. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to alternate reality me. Here we go. Through the wormhole. I don't even know what accent that is. Now in the wormhole. <laughs> Last time he did this, it was a little different. I find music same. place. I'm in music place. <laughs> Hmm, let's talk to music me. Hello, I am music you from music place. Oh, how wonderful for you. Hey, guess what? I am starring in Oklahoma. That's right, of course you do. Because you sing Surrey with the fringe on top. <laughs> and that's what we do in music place. Instead of saying fringe is a thing, we go fringe on top and <laughs> sing it. Um, I also put together the, uh, the Mega Blocks... Uh, uh, Halo Warthog that Dust uh, oh, Michael gave me. I started. Oh. I started with that one because it was only two hundred and something pieces, as yeah, opposed to the start, uh, the, the nearly five hundred yeah. of the uh, the Enterprise, and the Enterprise is a lot bigger. That took me a good four hours plus yeah? to put nice. that thing together. Nice. Because I I don't because know. reading because he refused. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, man, I don't need to read instructions. Who bags the parts on this thing? But, like, it gives you a parts list on the very first page of the... Man Those of the bags are crazy. Woo. Yeah. The Creo and the Mega Blocks bags are cray-cray. You've got, like, like well, I, you know one what? piece it, that you need is in one bag. It very well could be a proprietary technology kind of thing. <laughs> Le Lego Seriously, because uh, Lego's got to, it down. They tell you what bag. Yeah. You know, they go yeah. bag by bag. Lego does. Yeah, so, so yeah. they think they have a patent on that. They might build another bag. They might. That to the but ability. There's no reason for like. Okay, here's the part. Here's the the segment you're putting together. Two of the parts are in this bag, and I'm not kidding you. There were ten bags of blocks yeah. in this thing. Turns out I've got sizes. two parts in a bag that I need every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> Is that the CSI? That was both Miami awesome event? and not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, like <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it's, it's how it tapered off at the end. That, that I'm a fan it. of. I love it though. You did that yeah. in your show on Friday. How I do did, you not I know what that, that was? We did, I know what it, I know what it was, but why was it then? <laughs> because you sounded like Crusoe like there. I sound like Crusoe. Okay. All right. <laughs> Because that's, parts that's the same voice you used for him in your show. That's probably true. When you kept putting the sunglasses yes, on. Yes, I did anyway. have my sunglasses on. I got two but yeah, it's crazy. There's day. like two parts that you need in one bag, Wiener. and then the other four are in another bag. And I'm like, you're, you're constantly going, I'm like, okay. And then they don't, and, and because there's like, for the warthog, there are kind of a, a greenish gray and then a solid black part. The way that the the manual is printed, you can't really tell which one it's asking for, <laughs> and so you're like, "Is it this one?" And then you realize, "Oh, okay, there's only you know one of this particular piece that's black, so it must be all of the other pieces that are with this are the black, or this one particular piece is only that that greenish gray." And anyway, but yeah, I, uh, once you get past that and like yeah. twenty moves ahead, then you realize you're wrong. And you uh, have to go uh, backwards. And I only had it. that happen once at the very beginning. I used one wrong part, and uh, you know, I, our listeners can't see this, but I tore my thumb up a little bit um, trying on to Lego. It it locked in Not there. Lego. And I, was, I was trying to Lego block. Lego. <laughs> I was trying to to pry the piece off of the base, and I couldn't get it to come off. And when it did finally come off, it flipped over, and the the square edges like uh, hit me on the. The, the fleshy part near my thumbnail. He's, he's a fragile. And he's fragile. For those and at home who, who can't sit really here, tragic. his I mean, thumb is basically handi- hanging on by a thin yes. piece <laughs> of tape. My thumb is barely yeah. hanging he's on. Really, like he's really, he really should seek help. Probably need some stitches pretty on that. Pretty much the veins are the only thing I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to be that gray. Yeah. yeah. And it does smell funny, too. That's uh, it's a little, little gangrenous. I thought that was his Paul. I thought that's... A little gangrenous. Well, normally it is. Now that you showed me the thumb, thinking that might be the thumb. Okay. What else you got, gentlemen? Do you want to see Wolverine? You mentioned Wolverine. And you, uh, you I saw to Wolverine it. today, in fact. What did you think? Uh, I I thought it, it was fun. Okay. It's um I mean, it's it gets ridiculous. That's what I keep in the fun comic booky. You know, you've got Wolverine, who's a weird, ridiculous character, anyways, doing ridiculous things. I mean, uh, the premise is ridiculous. Like, well, no. I mean, the guy grows claws out of his hand, so let's get. To that and the I, I, the metal that's been fused to his body and all that stuff, we all know that ridiculousness. Yeah. So it kind of goes down that route. I thought it was pretty fun. It was entertaining. It's it's interesting. It's uh, it's almost all the whole movie takes place in Japan basically, right. and so it's really uh, it's got a little bit of that Japanese flair to it because of that, which is kind of cool, you know. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was. I think I enjoyed it more than the last Wolverine movie. The last Wolverine movie was horrible. The last Wolverine movie was fine, except for like the last thirty to forty-five. Yeah, months. but that's why I hear about this one too. This like, one, like the first half is great, and the second half just goes to crazy town. The second half goes crazy town, but it's not as uh, ridiculous for me. For me, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, just because the whole well, the other night they had Wolverine Origins on, like mm. TBS or FX, and I watched some of it, and I was like, boy, the whole thing with the team. And them like kicking ass as members of the armies, that's all kind of fun. And then yeah. it just, the movie just goes to shit. This movie, it, at least it all seems to be one arcing story that just, and it kind of makes sense. And it's, it's sort of his journey after everything else we've seen. And he starts out sort of like as a hermit 
and this yeah. is whether he can re-embrace his role in the world of being Wolverine and what that means. And I think it works well. I mean, it does get ridiculous. It does. I, as a one person put it to me, is like, I can only suspend my disbelief so much. Yep. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, the last, like, five to ten minutes, you're just like, uh, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> is it Pacific Rim bad? <laughs> No, 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 no. But right. I haven't seen Pacific Rim. But <laughs> I do uh, hear you have to stay through the credits, but not all the way through the credits. There's, yeah, they do like the, you know, like the the opening credits at the end now that they do. Yeah. And then there's a little blurb that totally sets up a whole thing. Obviously, more X Man stuff, and it's one of those the one like, that Singer is working on, right? Yeah, and I guess, uh, and you're, it's ridiculous. That is pretty ridiculous too, and it's oh like boy. you're like, of course. Um. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Okay. A friend of mine, Mandy, put up on her Facebook this wonderful picture of Ben Vereen just smiling and laughing with his hands like this. And somebody put claws coming out. Claws on it. So wicked looking. The Ben Vereen. And it just says Ben Vereen. (laughs) It's really, really great. It's awesome. Oh, it made me laugh so much. Maybe no one else have. here has seen it yet? We'll no, no, no. I was going to go like see that. it this afternoon no, and no, I overslept. No, we're not. You're yeah. the one that brought the nerd to the table this time. I no. guess so, yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah. I literally today I was like, I'll go see a movie. I should probably go see Wolverine because I'm sure we'll talk about it tonight. <laughs> 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 You're ahead of the curve. Uh, but yeah. I don't go see movies anymore. I, I get so disappointed and angry every time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... The Maybe heat, I like okay. About that. The heat, Did you see I the heat? Okay. I've been yeah. meaning to see it because I hear it's pretty funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I saw that a while ago. That's a good little flick. I don't know, man. What? Sandra Bullock is the hottest the, business. Oh, okay, the heat. The heat. Sandra Bullock okay. and uh, what's her name? Right, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Really good. So I really like uh, it. I mean, another reason to possibly go see Wolverine is uh, previews for some movies that I didn't know were coming up. Like, well, like the. Uh, Forty-seven, uh, uh, yeah, the forty, the Ronin thing. Are they making Keanu a sequel Reeves. to the Journey of Natty Gan? And then, the yeah, well, not a sequel. I think they're redoing it, right? And Journey then, of Natty Gan. I don't know about that, but then the Secret Life that was the movie right there. Yeah, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which is that's a, the one I was thinking. Ben Stiller oh, yeah. movie, which if it weren't Ben Stiller, I'd be even more excited about. But just looking at the preview, it's like I want to see that. Looks movie. good. Yeah, Real it looks really stuff. cool. It, it's one of those. Uh, clearly, he goes into his mind and imagines what could happen. Is it but Wes Anderson or somebody like that <sighs> behind remember. the camera? I can't remember who it was. It, is it who did who did Malkovich? Who did being John Malkovich? It looks uh, Spike more, Jones. Spike yeah, Jones. It looks Maybe more like him? that type okay. of movie, like uh, uh, Spotless Mind. Eternal yeah, Sunshine. Yeah, 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 How yeah, yeah. That's the Gondry. dream the dream and reality. Who is that? Uh, Michael Gondry? Oh yes. How dream and reality blends so seamlessly. All right. Yeah, it has that kind of thing of like he turns around a corner and now it's a snow filled room and then he turns back around and it's back to normal, you know, kind of thing. Okay. It, it looks like it'll be really interesting. Like I said, I'd be a little more excited if it weren't Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know. And this is the this is the sort of autobiographical tale of the man who came up with the synthesizer keyboard, right? Is it? No, <laughs> no, no! I say you really sold that. You should have. You should have stopped no, with it. I was going to say. I remember it. Guy. It was just a mis- misspelling of MIDI. Yes, that's no, <laughs> no, oh, not wow. even fun. I know, huh? Wow. I know. I'm ashamed. Crickets. Then, uh, <laughs> I'm ashamed. Crickets. Fuck the crickets are dead. There is a <laughs> uh, on that gas. That's bag. cricket killer. There's a lengthy preview for Elysian. Hello. What? 
Oh, at least, I don't want to see any more previews of that. Yeah, I they saw had a big one preview for that, and I was like, like, don't do it. Yeah, and they pretty like, much, this is going on way too long. Yeah. yeah. This one was like, here's a sneak preview of what the movie's Here, going to be. Oh, man. And it's it, pretty I, much like... It showed me so much. It's like I five, it. six minutes of the movie. God I mean, damn it. Like that's, one of those, yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't understand that. I mean, I'm still going to go see it and enjoy it. But, but yeah. How stupid are people that they had to... Hey, and Star you know Trek, they did the first nine minutes of the movie. You know what, though? People, yeah, that are, that, special people are that fucking yeah, dumb. People are that fucking dumb. They, they want to know everything. Stupid. They want to know what they're going to see before they see it. Yep. They don't like surprises. Well, they don't right. like to be shocked. Yep. They don't like to be... Oh. That's why you have trouble finding anything original at oh. the theater anymore. I just heard somebody complaining about the ending of Why the Last Man in the comic book store last week. And I wanted ah. to scream. <laughs> I wanted to scream. I'm like, you have no concept. You have no idea. There's no good ending to anything. And that was as close to perfection as you can find. Oh! It made me fucking skexy mad. It was. I was just fucking done with it, dude. Fucking done with it. Done. You sounded a little like a slee stack there for a yeah. second. Like it's Gexy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gelfling. Gelfling, not like ending to Why the Last Man. <laughs> <laughs> Brian K. Vaughn, far too smart for you. <laughs> yes. Drink friend. his essence. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that podling. Yeah. <laughs> People just don't get there. Sometimes there just aren't happy endings. Well, also, I think... There's never a happy ending. Yeah. Everyone dies! Yeah. Well, that, what the fuck? I think what the fuck? Paul, fuck? I think for you... Uh, <laughs> I think for you, death might be a happy ending. Oh! <laughs> death will be a sweet release. I have no questions about this. I'm, man, I like nothing more than sleeping half the fucking time. This is just going to be sleep for good. Wee. Well, I think also a lot of people... Uh, have an idea of how something's going to end, and then when it doesn't end the way they saw it would end, they get they hate it. They pi- they get pissed about it, and they can't accept it. And I think that's sometimes what happens. Sure, too. and I understand getting you know wrapped up in a character and being upset when a character you know is has something happen to them that you didn't but, like. Yeah, but some people but, can't appreciate. But that. that's the it's thing. It's like it's like. That's what's that's what makes it interesting. That's yeah. why it's effective. The fact that you care. Is what's great. I mean, the fact that I cared so much about Pacific Rim, hated as much as I did, is because I'm so deeply invested in giant robots. Well, I love that example shit. Example that of a great show right now is Breaking Bad. Uh huh. If Breaking Bad started this year in its story, and this was the first season, you wouldn't care about him at all because he's not a likable character at this no. point. Yeah. But no. because we saw his journey, it's really interesting how we're all so in love. With what has become, really a he's a pretty horrible person. Yeah, I'm not terribly in love with him. He that he, but that you're show, intrigued by but it I'm and intrigued you keep by watching. It. It. It's a great show, you know? um, and you kind of root for him, even though you know he's wrong. But you don't want him to. You don't know where. There's no way out. No, but he yeah. keeps thinking there is. But that's just it. That's but now life. he's sort of embraced that yeah. there's that's no way out. That's life. There's no yeah. way out. It's really no one here gets out alive. So now yo. you're rooting just for another Skyward. story. That's it. We're done. And uh, yeah, it's just funny to me. Oh, whatever. <laughs> consequence. People hate consequence. They hate I think that's true for real life. But they... but they Look how most people behave. They, yeah. Most people want to behave as though Without there is consequence. no consequence. Yeah. Most yeah. people are happiest when they're ignoring the fact that they might be affecting other human beings. I certainly have my things, but I think most of my shit, the consequence falls on me. 
I do my damnedest to not have ill effects on others. Um, yeah, but it's like that's all there is is consequence. Cause and reaction. It's it's cause and effect. The whole world. That's how uh, it works. Improv, man. Do something that means something and react in a meaningful way. <laughs> Christ on a stick. Well, I mean, what? so you're saying life is improvisation? Then. It is. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just. It's not nearly as it's interesting. It's just simple science. <laughs> because if you yeah. do cause interesting improv for life, you'll die real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you fully embrace improvisational principles in your life, you will get shot. <laughs> Eventually, you, you're, you're gonna, gonna make, die doing but something damn, what ridiculous. A fine show. Yeah. You're gonna die doing something ridiculous. Exactly. You might hold out for quite a long time. You could. But eventually, you, things might go awesome. Who knows? Eventually, it's gonna. What's, be the, bad. what's that Chris Rock line in uh, No Sex good. in the Champagne Room? It's like, here's a horoscope for everyone. It's like Pisces, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. <laughs> Cancer, you're gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> Gemini, you're gonna die twice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like probably the most honest. Uh, Horoscope ever. Yeah. <laughs> Just a blurb in a song. But that's Nobody where it all comes from. That's where humor comes from. That's where all of it. The real is, that's what humor is. That's why things are funny, is because de- deep down inside, it's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, talked about it. Mike Myers. That's what it all comes down to. Like you find something amusing, it's because something terrible happened to someone else. That's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's a one, it's, you laugh because you're like, you because on one hand you're like haha something terrible happened to someone else but the flip side of that is you laugh because otherwise you'll cry if your brain does the flip and realizes oh fuck that could happen to me just as easily and i am mortal and i will die what's that old theater uh formula right the whole tragedy plus time equals comedy Mm -hmm. that thing yeah Mm -hmm. i just got real deep in here did i like it that's why people say too soon yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I did anything really geeky this week. It sucked. Yeah, it did some geeky at Riviera. Hard, huh? So you hear that Riviera uh, showcased the international Rubik's Cube Championships? What? I saw I that they were going to this. this. I we saw had a guy come into the restaurant and yeah. did a Rubik's Cube in like 12 seconds. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I saw a kid. We, they were all over a restaurant. I told the manager to buy shirt. him some food. I saw a guy with a did. Rubik's Cube shirt, but I didn't realize yeah, that was what I it was. Yeah, I saw the championship was going on. It's like a $3,000 prize or something. They're like kids. Three grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, three grand for a kid. That's three a lot of Rubik's, Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. Three grand. I'd take three grand right I now. I still have, uh, <laughs> I got a Rubik's, a Rubik's snake back home. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I love yeah, that yeah, snake. Yeah. That was fun. You could build yeah. lots of... That's I, what she said. I was thinking about that. That's funny because I guess I guess subconsciously I must have seen yeah. one of those shirts because I was... that was I, re- I, re- LVH was I thought about that, the Rubik snake, the other day. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's a toy that needs to come back. I had the little keychain oh, and yeah. I had the big fatty version. But man, they need to make one of those that's like eight foot long. <clears throat> you know what I mean? That you can just make into all kind of crazy shapes. Sure, you could make it to a full size couch. Yeah, well, not even a couch, yeah. but you know, <laughs> okay, a chair. Why not a couch? But a chair. We could make an outline person. You could, I mean, you could almost make it into eight uh, bit type stuff. Yeah, it would, you yeah. know, square up real cool. Be a fun tool. It makes for some internet pictures. Yep. Well, I guess we're gonna dive in. All right, ain't nobody got anything else. News you don't give a shit about. Uh, well, I, we do. <laughs> we need an internet petition for a giant Rubik's snake. But then I'd never buy one. It would cost so much Here's money. my Indiegogo campaign for a giant Rubik snake. <laughs> I'm not going to contribute to it. I, I just want one made so that I can have it. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, MGM is setting Ryan Coogler to I'm direct. I'm sorry, Ryan Coogler. What happened? He's setting to direct Creed. What does he? What did he do? What does it? What did his the, father uh, do? <laughs> what? What? He did googled. His, yeah, I was going to say his great granddad was a Coogler. Yeah. Oi! <laughs> I, I, I think he's a buttonhole maker. Oi, village, village shopkeep. We got some cheese. Go see the village cheese maker. Oi! <laughs> Village cheesemaker, you got some cheese? Go see the village tailor. He's fixing me apron so I can make it. Oi, village tailor, you got some aprons? Well, we'll have, but the Googler's busy. What? <laughs> the Googler, he's busy. I can't get what I need because the Googler's been busy. What the fuck's a Googler? <laughs> Fuck if I know, but damn sure stopping me from getting anything done around here. Fucking lazy ass Googlers. Go see the Googler. Where does he live? Google Lane. Googly Lane. I don't know. Fuck it. What's he doing? I don't know. Third base. Ryan Coogler said to direct. Oh, Coogler. I got it wrong. He's a Coogler. My grandmother's it all makes sense name now. was Ree Coogler. Ree Coogler? Is it really? Again. Yeah. Ree Coogler? Was her, was her maiden Shut name. Shut the yeah. fuck front door. What <laughs> is the... Where... Look it up. 80s, please. <laughs> what am I... What, what is, is a Coogler? If it's, it's a Ree Coogler... Are you serious about this Ree Coogler thing? Of course yes. it is, but I want to know. Does this have to do with older women oh, dating Lord. younger men? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twice. If that's what comes Coogler. She did it, yeah. She's a Ree Coogler. Well, that's like sloppy seconds, isn't it? Oh... Oi, re-googler, what's that all over your mouth then? (laughs) (laughs) You've been coogling on somebody. I've been (laughs) re-googling. Oh, gross. You went back for sloppy seconds and you got a mouthful of coogler. It's what I do, all right? It's what I do. (laughs) How is it spelled? (laughs) How do you spell it? K-U-E-G-L-E-R. Is that it? Uh, This one's spelled C-O-O-G-L-E-R. Ah, okay. That's a different googling. Yeah. (laughs) We won't be seeing Google each other. Of a different <laughs> color. <laughs> Family reunions will never be the same. <laughs> oh. I'm Kugel twice removed. <laughs> I like a nice uh, apple Kugler in the morning. Won't, won't you warm it up in the microwave? <laughs> Remove your Kugel from my mouth, sir. <laughs> twice. <laughs> Keep that Kugel out of my face. Uh, all right, well, he'll, he'll, he'll carefully he'll ask for a hot uh, apple coogler. He's, he's getting nothing but. A uh, hot apple coogler. <laughs> nothing but the, the guy he's talking about right now. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> all right, well, here we What's go. What's up with Brian Coogler? Not Ryan Coogler. It's Brian's his brother. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian he's Coogler. <laughs> he's the coogler. <laughs> da, 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 da. Does he have any kind of uh, Coogler! <laughs> Has a what? Pedigree. Yeah, he's a dog. <laughs> That's right. That's what the Coogler means. So he's directing. He's directing Creed. 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 What the movie the, Creed. The, uh, the studio the adaptation of the shitty Christian band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the studio is in early talks with Coogler. Make my movie. Wait, apparently, Coogler oh, oh directed Fruitville Station. Oh, that Fruit? just came out. That's still yeah. out. What is it? Fruitville, Fruitville Station. Station. Yeah. Fruitville Station's about the uh, the the guy um, who uh, got killed in uh, what is it? San Francisco. Uh, at a at a subway station, uh, he had just I just read the the plots for it, and it's like it's based on a real story. Was oh, this that weird yeah. spy thing? No 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 no, 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 no. This is just a normal guy who like changed his life, decided I'm going to make amends with all my people, I'm going to live my life better. So he's like 
tried to make things better with his wife and his mother and his kid and all this thing. And he's on his new journey to like improve his life. And then he like shows up at the subway station and just gets murdered for no reason. Like it's like this really beautiful movie that's out right now. I almost went to see that today. But it's oh, it's dead. in the theaters. Yeah, it's in theaters oh. right now. Is it a do- it's a documentary. No, I think it's no. I think, I think it's, it's dramatization. It's a dramatization, yeah, dramatization of an actual of an, yeah, story. And it, I guess it won the grand jury prize at Sundance. Oh, as well as the audience. Uh, grand thing. no Farmville Fruit Fruit Vale Fruit Vale Station. Yeah, yeah it's it almost sounds really like beautiful movie. Is is Ringo Starr the conductor in that one? No. Yes. Okay. No, <laughs> All aboard for Fruitvale no, 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 Station. No, no. Come no, along. No, you're thinking of something Here else. Here we go. You're thinking of something else. We've got you're, to get this train on the tracks. We've got lots fruit, of kugel to get to. Fruit Pale Station. No, you're he was a conductor pale. in some kid's train no, yeah, show. Thomas, yeah, uh, uh, was he in Thomas? Yeah, Thomas. Is it, no, yeah. it's not Thomas. It's Thomas. No. Nope. I think it's the. Uh, what was the one that Ringo Starr was the was conductor? Thomas the Engine. Was it Thomas? Yeah. Early Thomas? He's not in it anymore, I don't think. I I could be wrong, but I thought it was Thomas. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about at all. <laughs> no, Ringo Starr was the engineer. Ringo Starr was the tiny little engineer, engineer for a Thomas the Tank Engine? For a children's no, train for show. for Fruitvale Station. <laughs> all aboard. I, I Get was, your kugels. I thought it was Thomas, but it may not be Thomas. Put your kugels it. on. We're going all the way around the track today. Anyway, uh, I think that's Got to sing the doos if you want to play the blues. You know the train is kugled. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the tracks all the way back. Die in the train station, isn't it sad? Kugel, kugel, kugel your train. Kugel, kugel, chew, chew. Hey, it all comes back. I am the caboose. I am the caboose. <laughs> we are the caboose. I am the track change. Thomas the Tank and Engine. Cuckoo, choo, cuckoo, choo, choo, choo. Yeah, he was like the mystical uh, engineer for Thomas I'm the, the mystical engine. engineer of Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. I also play me drums. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, is set to direct Look out Creed. For the blue so what is Creed about? <laughs> oh my God. Hey, he said it was, shit we don't, it was stuff we don't give shit about. So. The uh, Fruitville Station star Michael B. Jordan is going to play the grandson of Apollo Creed in a continuation of the Rocky saga. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. That Kugler is going to write with Aaron Covington. Uh, Sylvester Stallone will reprise uh, Rocky Balboa as a retired fighter-turned-trainer. You can't let go the of that. The whole idea came from Kugler. Uh, when he signed with uh, WME, Kugler identified Creed as a dream project. Stallone, who is right now heavily involved in a stage musical transfer, is a original Oscar-winning 1976 film Rocky. What? They're making a stage musical of Rocky? Yeah, Stallone's working on that right now on Broadway, Rocky the Musical. I had no idea. That's ridiculous. uh, That's ridiculous. So Stallone loved the idea, felt it was strong enough for him to bring back his signature screen character. Uh, You make fun of me right now, but I can guarantee you this. Every song in that musical is going to be a hit. Hey, hey, hey. You get it? Hey, hey. Uh, I get my brother to provide some music for it. It's going to be really good, hey, my Frank, Frank, get in. Frank is a really great singer-songwriter. He's been working for a long time on things. Hey, you guys are amazing. You guys got real talent. There's nothing better than three Stallone impressions. I was trying to go trying to. <laughs> Simultaneous Stallone in. I was just... <laughs> I just had a little too much pizza. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I give you, 
I give you a little taste of what we got working on so far. I'll tell you what we're at right now. We start. We got to one of the best things. Of course, everybody remembers that iconic situation where you know Rocky goes off the train, goes off the train real hard in the farm uh, in the cold. You know he's breathing real hard and everything. Like that. So you know he goes and chases the chicken down. So it's all about chasing the chicken, and so it's a duet with him and the chicken. And it's like, bark, bark, bark! You're not gonna catch me. And it's like, yeah, I am, yeah, I am. I love how your it's face bark, looks bark, when you bark, do this. You're not gonna catch me. Yeah, I am, yeah, I am. <laughs> bark, bark, bark! You're not gonna catch me. Yeah, I am, yeah, I am. I have caught you. That's how the song goes. I don't have <laughs> all the, all the, all the music yet, yeah. but you know, but bark, bark, bark! You ain't gonna catch me. You know, that's kind of. You know, well, Ringo's of, doing the soundtrack. Yeah, right? that was that was my mantra for long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, well Ringo, Ringo brought we brought Ringo in as a you know because he's an expert, of course. You know, Beatle. What are you gonna do? He comes in. He's you know, he's doing. He's You're doing sounding less business. and less like Stallone <laughs> and more and more like, like some. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just some generic like Brooklyn yeah, guy, tired Brooklyn man. Let's <laughs> yeah, keep it in Philadelphia, all right? Here's <laughs> my cousin Mumbles. Uh, yeah, it does sound like that. Yeah, what, what are you, Justin Hoffman? And, and, uh, speaking of Stallone, though, they did the, the, they had the preview preview for uh, the movie with him and Schwarzenegger that's Escape. coming up. Escape, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm ridiculous. not sure how I feel about that. I'll probably end up ridiculous. seeing it. It's the it's dream project of, of 1985. Yeah. It yeah. is the dream project of 1985. Uh, anyways, we'll be Ringo. <laughs> 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 so Ringo comes in. He's, got, he's working on the song. <laughs> I said, okay, Ringo, go ahead. And he's got these like, all right. He's like, uh, uh, take it away, Ringo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do this song for you, Rocky Balboa. One, two, three. I'd like to be fighting Rocky in the Madison Square Garden in the stage. People will flock to see me hit rock when my fist and his face do engage. I will beat him so bloody you'll see. His face will look like mashed potatoes and gravy. I like to fight Rocky all night till his wife comes screaming, crying to the ring. That's pretty goddamn decent. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> uh, no, of course it's decent. Uh, the guy's a fucking beetle. <laughs> I'm not working with amateur hour over here. I'm bringing in the hobby hills. <laughs> Well, you get it again. I brought in heavy hitters for the Rocky musical, you see. Yeah, Everything's connected there. to boxing. <laughs> Everything comes back to boxing. Also, everyone wears lace-up boots. <laughs> <laughs> Did we even finish that story? Not that really. We Creed, it's about Apollo Creed's grandson. Yeah. I was just, just going to give yeah. you the synopsis yeah. as it stands. I just remember my dad, uh, like 20 years after Rocky came out, he was like, I remember when Rocky came out, and we all thought, that is quite a character that guy has created. Like, what a brilliant, interesting character. <laughs> and then we all found out, that's just who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a pretty good movie. The original Rocky is a yeah. good movie. It's, it's an Oscar-winning film. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, it's a very good movie. But that was like he wrote it, I, and directed yeah. it. It's his little passion project. Yeah, it was a perfect film. For it was him. the follow-up to his Wiener that. Games thing. Yeah. yeah, Italian Stallion Wiener Games. Yeah, it's a party at Kitty and Studs, I believe it's mm. called. I was. I'll admit, I was poo-pooing the whole Rocky Balboa when it came out a couple of years ago. Oh, the, the I just, one? I was just like, it was why? a great movie. It ended up being a really good movie. It's pretty good. Rocky Balboa is okay. He didn't win. 
Yeah, you know, uh, spoiler alert, you know, he didn't win. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just God. said I haven't seen that movie. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, ladies. The, the journey of that it's aged funny. character getting back into the ring is, is rather intriguing. Just yeah. so you know, traditionally... Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> traditionally, it's the best spoiler alert before the spoiler <laughs> All right, guys. So so anyway, Christ gets crucified. Spoiler alert. Whoa, what? I know. Wait. I know. Oh, come on. I know. Come on. I'm sorry. I haven't, I'm only at like Polizians. I'm at Derinigans. <laughs> Polizians. I don't know. I love it. Polizians. <laughs> I would now like to read from the He's book of Polizians. He's reading where? In there? He's got, fucking, he's got the fucking alien Bible. I made this shit up. Somebody else made it up first. <laughs> but I find... I'm reading from first Polizians. <laughs> this is Slim Knob's letter to the Polizians. <laughs> yes! Yes! Bleep right. bop, bleep bop, two, two, four, bleep, bleep. <laughs> Blessed are the creme doors, for they shall inherit the Kaniski. <laughs> what did he say? Blessed is the creme doors. No, it was the creme wops. <laughs> Shut up, big nose. <laughs> oh, oh, slurs, are we? Are we doing racial slurs now? <laughs> Just like your people. Just like the goddamn Just Googlers. <laughs> the Googlers. <laughs> Just because I'm the clan of Googlers, you got to make fun of my A letter nose. from Paul to the Googlers. <laughs> Dear Googlers, change that fucking name. <laughs> Signed, Paul. X-O. <laughs> Can't see through my tears. <laughs> One story. We've not even. It's not, not a real even, story. Not even we haven't it. even finished it. Where's your sweet tea? Yeah, you want it? I'll yeah, I do. I got a little right. sweet tea for you. <laughs> I'm not sure you can handle that much more sugar, though. I'm ready, baby. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a sugar day yeah, here. Yeah, some sweet tea, baby. Man. Uh, yeah. Got a Coke, hot fresh Krispy creams, uh, lifesavers. You're the man. Life Thank you. You're welcome. Right. No, nah, that's all there is to that story. That's, that's, that's it. We've got through one. That's, Yay. Yeah. Nobody cares. And it's a completely original idea, too. Yeah, completely <laughs> original idea. All I'm original. glad that they're coming up with original ideas. Yeah, finally. you know, that's, now, it's, really, it's, that's how Hollywood works now. It's, it's supposed to be new shit. Apollo Creed's grandson? Yeah. Apollo Creed's grandson. I wasn't aware he had a son in the films. Well, they got age-appropriated again. They cut I off guess. his business and froze it, and then his widow was like... Look, come on. You've seen Apollo Creed. That guy's got some kids you don't know about. <laughs> oh, oh damn! Why do you got to say wow. that? It's not right. It's, it's well, just because he's a kugler, you no, got to make that <laughs> assumption. It's because he was hanging out with James Brown all that time. What? That right? That, yep. You're not. Although, no, that means uh, although he and James Brown had lots of fair, soul orgies. Paul, you're not what? making it better. <laughs> I just. I'm not making it better. I'm telling you about the soul orgies <laughs> that James Brown, the soulgies that James <laughs> Brown and Paulo Creed would have. I just found this shit hey, out the Paul other Green. day. Hey, Gene Brown. Ha! Hey, you want to go have a soldier? Come on, Paul Creed. You, you're my muscle man. Come on. Ha! I'm good God. I'm going to fuck my ladies. Huh. I'm using no protection. I'm going to have some babies. Huh. Yeah. Come on, Paul Creed. Let's do it. Let's go have a bunch of illegitimate kids. Woo! 
hit this girl three times. Although, interesting. After they extracted it out. I apologize. I just found out this This is a real Hey-o. thing the other day. What? Like, um, <laughs> men who have been involved in car accidents or, you know, whatever, like close to death, they'll, they'll preserve your semen. They can, like, extract it even after the body is dead. They'll extract oh, okay. semen. I didn't understand what you were saying. They can grab your like, essence. Men who are close saying, to death or were in car accidents, so they'll just, save your semen. <laughs> if you get in a car wreck, just, the next time the EMT comes out, you'll get a check. got a special grab needle semen. right in your balls. <laughs> you gotta, you no, gotta, no, it's not a grab my I, semen. You, you gotta, don't sign shit. You got to sign the back of your If you're in a car license. wreck in the United no, States you of America. Drive the back of your no, listen, this is part of Obamacare. No, no, no. If you get in a crash, they suck stuff out of your nuts. That's bullshit. That's how it goes down. No, that's not fair. That's government overreaching. Nope. This is that how is it happens. overreaching government policy. It's underreaching is what it is. <laughs> it's government reach around is what it is. It's undercarriage reach around. It's undercarriage reach around. If you are in a car wreck in these United States of America, your semen will be extracted on the site. Man or woman. No, Man I, or I, woman. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I was saying about women who are impregnated long after their their spouse has passed on. How and long? That's, I, they can freeze it for decades. How but long uh, has it been? Look up the longest time between a dead gotta, dude I, I, yeah, and a lady getting pregnant. Wait, wait, wait. That, that's your dead husband's semen or you've been fooling around? I understand. If you're dead, you're right, you're right. Till death do you part. It's time to go have some. You just don't want, you just don't want your husband's mother to know. Well, he's not necessarily dead. He could have just been in a car wreck. <laughs> He's just you gotta home. draw the line somewhere, He's Paul. Just in a oh, car, all right, God. a car He's accident is close enough. They talked about having a kid. He's in a coma, and she wants to have a kid when he wakes up. So she's taking care. She, of him. she wants to surprise him with a college grad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to see the look on his she face. She pay the fucking bills. She gotta get the kid to do it. When this, oh jeez, that's right. it. We're already losing stories here. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was in a motorcycle accident when I was uh, 18, and I took. So you uh, know they took. Your I know. Semen. Well, I took. They I took your semen. No, this was no seriously. They took your semen. This was 17 years ago. So, God, I'm so damn old. Um, <laughs> so I don't think they were doing that yet. But uh, I wish not, they had. God. Uh, you don't think? My, well, well, my young semen, I think, was a lot more powerful than my. I'm 35 years well, old and now. That's, it's, it's that's puff, the fact. Now I wouldn't dare impregnate anyone now at this right? age. Oh Lord, no <laughs> way. Actually, well, you've got like Weezy five kids. years tops. <laughs> no way. Not even. I wouldn't do it, man. I wouldn't do it. It'd be like the bottom of the oil barrel. Yeah. Nothing but sludge. Yeah, you're scraping the you're, oh, you're scraping the bottom to get not good. Uh, get any not good. Out of me. I, I don't think there's like I don't think there's, there's a not a really a, a oh, time yeah. limit. No, I don't oh think, yeah, kinky I don't swimmers think degradation. I don't think yeah. you're like born with a sack full of it, and then when you empty it, well, I guess it does. Left. But it's well, not yeah, but like <laughs> women have a limited number of eggs. Wouldn't that but be awesome? That'd be awesome. Maybe more. Can father this big hump on your back all the way up to. Like they da- I would have wasted that hump by Girls constantly teasing yeah, Exactly 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 <laughs> There, 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 there are 90 year old fathers out there There's a whole other term for dry humping <laughs> <laughs> That guy jacks it all the time He's got like no hump He's got like no hump 
<laughs> nothing left. He's humpless. <laughs> nothing left. <laughs> that guy is a pervert. He's fucking humpless. They sell like these special, hey, del- special deluxe cars that have room for your hump, make it real comfortable for your back to sit in there. Johnny, Johnny, get in here. We're going to measure your hump this week. Guys would have, uh, <laughs> I want to make you know, sure you're not doing anything hunt, in the bathroom. Hump augmentation to make them look younger. <laughs> Get your hump refilled with saline. Yeah, I need to. Not like that perky hump it used to be. Welcome into my uh, place of business where I will help you. (laughs) (laughs) My place. (laughs) 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 uh, You can't. Doctors this nowadays is, I don't bother to name it. This is, gotta, I don't want to put any labels on I, things. I bother to name it. It's just my place of business. It is called <laughs> Dr. Jumja's place of business. <laughs> Doctor, it used to be called Dr. Jumja's humps on us. I augment humps. Oh, I augment seminiferous humps. You didn't think it's a name like a hump extension would be good? I don't want to declass it. I want to class up the joint. This is my place of business. Now come in and let me look at your hump. Oh, I can see you are a chronic masturbator. No two ways about it. Your hump is like a raisin. It is dried out. I I know you could see that. I don't want anyone else to see that. Oh, sure, of course. I understand. The utmost discretion will be provided to you. All right, it's very. All right, your pruny hump back sack will be fixed with my saline. Stuffing it with. With tissues. Yes. Need. <laughs> this is this is schoolgirl games that you are playing. <laughs> Don't do that. Here, let me give you some saline. You know, the first treatment is free because this is my place of business. <laughs> and I want people to come back and feel comfortable. But next week will be $400 for me to pump up your sack. <laughs> Just know it that. It deflates that quickly? It, Just this is not a permanent solution. <laughs> there is no permanent solution. I'm not Hitler. <laughs> I'm just in this my place of business. Oh, yeah. I feel like we, uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> people people assume things of my place of business. <laughs> that's a huge jump. To, I wasn't nope. at all. Why no, did I, not did I give me. a look like I was thinking of Hitler? I, I apologize. I, your hump. <laughs> one of the wrinkles in your hump is very swastika y. What? No, that's just a coincidence. Great. It's well, I don't believe in coincidences. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ever since I got out of Nepal, no. I fucking don't believe in coincidences. You, you believed in coincidences in Nepal. Yes, because, well, is coincidences is a famous <laughs> restaurant in Nepal. You, everybody believes in coincidences. I never heard of that. Oh, never. They have great fritters. I never heard of coincidence. Well, you've never had a great fritter. <laughs> Weekend geek! <Hey. laughs> Did we have more than one story there? <laughs> Where do you know you never off the rails find out. pretty quickly. <laughs> don't worry, guys. Well, there's that, that long story about nothing important. Human humps. <laughs> that was a pretty lengthy story. All right. So yeah, Googler. My humps. My, humps. my lovely manly humps. My lovely manly semen humps. Semen humps. <laughs> there you go. What you gonna do with all that jizz? All that jizz up on your back. <laughs> oh. My backyard makes all the girls gush out. <laughs> I'm going to go slap, slap, slap that sack. Slap that sack up on your back. <laughs> the humpty hump. Oh, oh, the humpty hump. Yeah. The hump, the hump. <laughs> oh. If you've never witnessed Paul do his improv music live, you should really go see uh, him yeah, do it in a set sometime. Up. Thank Friday. you. It's, it's always <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> Especially when we're in the studio and he just gets inspired and just keeps going. How can he not be? Those are always screw. fun. <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit. Deadline reports that the CW is now fast tracking a Flash TV series. How can series? the CW do anything quickly? 
They're garbage. A Flash TV series and to get another DC superhero to the roster. The idea would <laughs> to be... To the fucking graveyard. It'd be to introduce... This is littered with bodies. <laughs> introduce the Flash on Arrow next wait, wait, season. Wait, 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 let me guess. Let me guess. From the writers of Smallville. <laughs> Not this time. Oh, boy. Have you been watching any of Arrow? Has that come on Netflix? I watched or a few you? episodes. I like it. I, uh, like Biggs, it. I hear good things. You? Professor Biggs said he liked it. Of course. Of course. Biggs. Good God. Let's just put ponytails it. on that kid. It, so. What? It's got John Berman in it. Yeah, go on. Uh, it's gonna, they're going to introduce the Flash on Arrow next season before sending him off as to his own series. Uh <laughs> Much like uh, CW did and is doing with the Vampire Diaries, with the originals and the new Supernatural spinoff. Uh, Flash will be written by Arrow co-creators uh, Greg Berlandi and Andrew Kreisberg. Director David Nutter, who has helmed the Arrow pilot, is also said to direct the uh, Flash TV pilot as well. Uh, of course, not the first time the Flash came to television. He was uh, he had his own series. I, One I season, 1990. He was in Smallville. He was very cartoony. Yeah. But it was fun. Quit he was in Smallville. Quit googling my nutter. And um, in Smallville, Mark Hamill he was, was yeah, he was trickster. still a kid. Well, yeah, he was trickster. a kid, yeah. and yeah. he was a he was a thief in Smallville. Back when Smallville had one or two decent episodes, the Flash episodes okay. Yeah. It's not bad for Smallville. I've watched a lot of Smallville. That's one show I hate that I've actually watched. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. It's in the minority there. It is in the minority, but I have seen it. I hate that show. Have you ever seen an episode? No. no. Why would I waste my time on that That's shit? That's right. <laughs> Lesson learned. Mark Miller, who is serving as consultant for the 20th Century Fox's Marvel properties, talked with Collider about the grand scheme they're working toward with everything from the Wolverine to Brian Singer's upcoming X-Men Days of Future Past. Here's what he had to say about the future of the properties. We're not talking crossovers or anything just yet. The idea is to build it quietly in its own way and bring in the best possible talent. But you're right. Marvel sold the X-Men franchises back in the 90s when they needed the cash. But you have to remember that they were the crown jewels. The reason they got snapped up is they were Marvel's best-selling book for, really for 20 years. We're sitting on gold right now. Very vaguely, we are talking about lots of possibilities. But I think there's a good five to ten golden franchises in there. So... Oh, within the X Men. Within the X Men. Yeah, so Miller is have... Miller is consulting with whom? Fox. 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 But he's employed okay. by Marvel, right? Is that is that the line? Uh, no, he's employed by Fox. He's I'm, employed by right. Fox. He writes for oh, Marvel. Yeah. In his you know in his own freelance. But. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So, but he's overseeing the Marvel properties in Fox. Okay. Mm, okay. With obviously growth in mind. <clears throat> the only. I mean, the first X-Men and X-Men First Class are the best of that series so far. I you like the first one better than the second one? Uh, you know, the, I uh, like X2 better. <coughs> X2's, yeah, you're right. X2, X2 is, is great just because of, what's his name, Nightshade, is it? Is that his name? Nightshade, yeah. Nightshade, yeah. Deadly Nightshade. Nightcrawler. 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 Yeah, you can't Excuse lick me. him, he's poisonous. <laughs> Sorry. Nightweener. Nightweener. Hello, my name is Nightweener. It's an excellent character, and it's well done in that movie. And he is well done, yeah. And he makes that movie. Turns out my mother is Night Vagina, (laughs) and I am Nightweener. Would you like to go fishing with me? Don't, even though my name is Nightweener. It makes sense. People tried to use me as fishing bait. (laughs) It was terrible. This was the worst time in my life. This is the worst time of my life. I was going, <laughs> I was going around. It's pretty bad. I know how you felt. <laughs> I said, 
<laughs> I was stuck in this little podunk country town, and this man says, hey, I want to go fishing. Do you sell live bait? And they say, we don't, but we have a night crawler. He thinks I am a worm, and he sticks me on the hook, and I go bamf away from the hook quickly. It was terrible days. Also, I had the worst poop turtling on me. <laughs> Guys, we, we can give you the Rocky musical. <laughs> but Mike's... Uh, this was my worst day. But, uh, I was mistaken for a worm and I had a turtling poop. <laughs> the thing was a veritable uh, prairie dog. Okay, the up and X-Men. down, up and the down. second one more than the first one. Yeah. You've you seen Meerkat Manor? X-Men, that was uh, what this class. was like. <laughs> <laughs> like if there was a second hole it would have jumped out and gone into that one it was like an episode of meerkat manor in my butt what you needed was like a large predator to come by and scare it back in that would have been if the wolverine had yelled at my hind ender that would have been wonderful but no one was there to scare my turd back into its hole i was stuck on the end of this hook thinking i'm a worm terrible day you know when the groundhog comes out, right? Okay, this thing was making an incredible shadow along the walls of my underwear over <laughs> and over again. Ugh. Are you sure that's a shadow? I, there are six weeks of winter in my pants. Pooping back and forth forever. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Worst night of my life. This is a problem. When I bamf, I bamf everything. Poop and all. It's not like I leave poop behind. It'd be horrible if you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but see, why, why wouldn't they, though? See, this is the difference. Here's, here's where we get into the science, right? All right? Great. So <laughs> let's say I've had a full meal. Yes. Mm. Is that still me? Is it me? Some of that is being used as nutrient and nutrition, but some of that is going to be passed as excrement waste. You it's are- not me. It's not part of my corporeal form. You are able to bamf your clothes. Oh, you're right. Also, I can bamf other people. Now it all now, makes sense. But when, <laughs> you, but when you bamf, you do leave a sulfur odor behind. There's yeah. a sulfur well, see, smell. that's what everyone so, thinks. That's why everyone was like, oh, he's from hell and stuff. He's the devil. Like, look, man, I got some real bad, some, some stinkos. Some burritos. I'm, I, go to, I go to the Taco Bell. Are you saying that you, bear, you have to kind of bear down when you teleport? Exactly. Like, oh, okay. Yes. That so. see, finally someone understands. It's like so every your, your time I'm flatulence is just a sign of that you're you about could, to teleport. You could replace the word bamp with shart and you would not be <laughs> far off. You'd uh, not be far uh, away uh, from the oh. truth. It all makes sense now. Uh, no, no. It makes sense. S E N T S. The smell of my bamf is sharding. <laughs> I think that's a new Christmas song, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, ladies and gentlemen, oh, holy shine. ladies and gentlemen, Alan Cumming as the Nightcrawler in <laughs> the Nightcrawler. What's that called? The, Black uh, Christmas. The, what's, what's the Scrooge one called? Scrooge Christmas Carol. Mm. Thank you. Uh, what is this spirit before me? Ugh, oh, it's a poop coming out of me. I've Jacob Marley's face is on this turd. I am the duty that you forged in life, eating that burrito. 
Well, I got what to argue with you, spirit, but... Mm, Would this technically be a one-man show? argue with you. <laughs> so far it has been. Yeah. I don't know if you could call it a show. Oh. <laughs> you will be visited by Just three turds. Three turds in the night, no, no, night I mean, crawler. I mean, if you are... Oh, spirit, if don't you're pooping you out the other actors, now? is that a one-man show? Oh, I see, yes. Yeah. Uh, Poof, well, oh! Going back to the, hey, look at this, guys. This is. turd is very gregarious and smells still, like Christmas dinner. Is it, are you still in the turd? Is, is your essence a part of the turd? So if I put a turd well, in the toilet, if, if, if is you, that if a you, part of me? If, is there a part of me in the toilet and I flush it? And it has the face of Marley and Marley speaks to you. Is that a one-man show or have you given birth to another entity? Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's a one-man show if we agree that the... Hello, listen, listen. I'm Alan issues. Cumming. I'll tell you how I did it. <laughs> what, I, what I did was I used brown socks. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I put them on my hand and I manipulated them with one hand and very puppet-like but crude, crude puppets but of course a poop puppet would be crude it is crude well, <laughs> yeah. if nothing else, crass Cra- I, don't go, I don't say crass it's, it's natural it was crude, I'll give you crude wait, my accent is not like Alan Cummings right now <laughs> yes, that's what's ruined. Moving on. <laughs> Not long ago, Paradox Entertainment picked up the rights to Conan the Barbarian movie franchise, and its CEO, Frederick Malmberg, has this to say, quote, We have a great story. This is a role that's perfect for Arnold, and he's very involved with the whole Universal team. Arnold has been very instrumental to bringing this together, saying we got to make a good, we got to make a good Conan. What's it say? He just says that. That's, that's it. all he's saying. Yeah, that's all you get. I, I think if we do this right, we can do two more Conan movies right after. I think Game of Thrones also shows a huge interest in fantasy. I'm psyched about it. Uh, Fast and Furious uh, Seven screenwriter Chris Morgan is uh, writing. And, of course, Arnold's playing Conan. And it takes place, of course, many years later Thank with God, old Conan. Another would... original idea. Three well, more movies. I have, a great, I have a great couple of producers who've been working really closely with me. I've been lucky and fortunate enough to have a lot of input on the script. And I finally figured out in the first movie it's going to be a lot like the first one. You know, a lot of the same things are going to happen because original ideas. And then in the second one is because it's King Conan. I'm older, I'm much wiser. I live there in my castle. And it turns out what I'm going to do is fuck my maid and have a baby with her. That's what's going to happen. And How topical. Then, and then my wife, Maria Conan, comes down and she's like, What did you do? And I'm like... Maria Conan, Actually, I'm sorry. Be, I think it would be Maria Barbarian. No, she kept her last name. Maria, She's Maria Conan slash Lady Whose Village I Killed. Lady Whose Village I Killed. for Maria Kugler. Maria, Maria Kugler, that's think, it. No, she kept the her last name. last name is Barbarian, isn't it? It's My like last Conan. name is none, none of your business. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's My last name is not Barbarian. Well, it's not Conan. It that's could be Destroyer. Name. It's my only name. I'm like Seal. <laughs> so if Did I was Heidi Klum become Heidi Klum slash no last name Seal? Uh, Krom, help us. <laughs> no, but I'm just... Uh, you were saying she was saying her name was Maria Conan. That's not your I last name. I didn't say that. If I, were, if I decided I say to take that? Cher's name, my name wouldn't become Adam Cher. I think actually it would. <laughs> yeah. That Cher just conquers I think, and yeah. puts her name actually, on Actually, I think your name would just become Cher as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that I'm fine with. Or Cher's husband. Well, Cher's poor, pathetic slob. 
They say I love won't pay the rent. Before it's done, our money's all been spent. I don't know if it's true. I've got me. Baby, I've got a maid to fuck. Maid. I fucked my maid. I fucked my maid. I fucked my maid. Oh, you ended it way too soon. <laughs> I fucked my maid in the spring. No, I, I think I did it at the right a time. A baby she'd bring. <laughs> and you can tell that it's my kid. Because it's got a Cro-Magnon face and a short cropped lid. Ooh. Malia Shriver has a really strong case. If she wanted to divorce me, all my money would be erased. I am sure that Conan is strong, but not as strong as the wheel of my ding-dong maid i fucked my maid i fucked <laughs> we're just in stunned silence i love it you guys <laughs> <laughs> you're all in shock you're in shock just patiently waiting you're in shock just you're bored. in shock <laughs> just guys to we tell away. you this every week but seriously paul is funny <laughs> just ask him just ask yeah, Paul. Just ask me. I'll tell, tell you. you. I'll tell you how funny I am. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind seeing an old man Conan. Hopefully. Old man Conan. <laughs> before you said Conan. Oh, no. No, before you said Conan, I was just like, Conan. what? I've you know, lost my teeth. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing an old man. <laughs> There's a lot of blanks you fill there. An, yeah. old, an old man Google. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that there, that's old man Conan's place. Could he be a Kugelgenarian? <laughs> Nobody goes up there. <laughs> old man Conan, he be. <laughs> hey, you kids, get out of my yard. Hey, you kids, uh, get out of my yard. Get out of old man Conan's yard, man. What are you doing? Get off my lawn. You can find somewhere else to play your kickballs. Can we just have our ball back, sir? No, I don't think so. You forf- old man Conan? Your ball Stabs is forfeit. <laughs> Your ball is forfeit to me. Oh, come on. That's our fifth ball this week. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. I'll let my chimera out You're in the lawn. old man. There's a chimera that lives in my basement. <laughs> Microsoft corporate VP Mark Witten has released a statement detailing the company's plans for self-publishing on the Xbox One. Quote, our vision is that every person can be a creator. That every Xbox One can be used for development. That every game and experience can take advantage of all the features of Xbox One and Xbox Live. This means self-publishing. This means connect the cloud achievements. This means great discoverability on Xbox Live. They love the talk. We'll have more details on the program and the timeline at Gamescom in August. This sounds like that whole thing they were talking about with uh, you can now write fan fiction and we'll take a huge chunk of the money. That you mentioned not too long ago. Well, not this Xbox, was, but it's they, a similar idea. They talked about this with the 360. You remember that when? Uh, and they said they are saying when, they're bringing that to 360. When Jay Allard came out, yeah, and was all like, "Velocity Girl, she's making all these cool skateboard deck colors, and she's selling oh, your avatar right. awards and all this stuff." And it's like that, that happened for like one game. Yeah, one of the car games you could actually design and sell your own car skins. Yeah, one fucking game. No, this is this is this is them just doing another 180. It's it's uh, the yeah. wrestling. You can you can get other people's. You can download, letters, but you're not making any money on. But that. they can't make any money on it. No, okay. That and that, and that requires you buying the game and the, the subscription, subscription to that to the game. Feature. 
to that feature the full 20 bucks on top so it's an 80 dollar proposition to even get in that game but it's worth it for the wrestlers some fun shit god they got some good stuff on there supposedly it's going to be easier to navigate than the indie games market on the 360 right well now. what's not right you know what yeah, i mean like a blind man fishing through a dog turd it's yeah. just like, well according to them that they're revamping that self-publishing on the 360s uh, a new thing is coming. there are still some great games on that indie channel now it's not going to launch with this this is something they're planning to have in about a year from the launch of xbox one i'm never getting an xbox one So NBC <laughs> has announced that two new miniseries are in the works based on Ira Levin's Rosemary's Baby and Stephen King's The Tommy Knockers. Rosemary. Are they together? Uh, yes. No, they're oh. not together. Eleven Knockers. <laughs> Eleven Knockers. <laughs> the story of Rosemary's one-titted baby. <laughs> <laughs> very popular in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a very popular girl in high school. <laughs> Now, Rosemary's Baby will be developed in a four-hour miniseries following the story of a woman unknowingly carrying the Antichrist in her womb. Annoyingly? Unknowingly. Oh, it would be annoying, too, <laughs> yeah. but it's unknowing. Yeah. It would be a little... That's what a, is that's, this? Why uh, with this thing? Uh, that's Ugh. Enough with the sulfur already. Ah, the stink coming out of this <laughs> vagamine. You'd think I had to... Oof, I got heartburn in my patungas. Oof. Oh, I shove Tums in there at night. That's what I do. Oh, I got milk of magnesia coming out of my hoo Milk of your magnesia? Milk of my Malaysia. Milk of Malaysia. Milk of my malignant. I go to Malaysia to get this milk for this baby, this fire baby. Malaysian milk is the strongest. I got Pepto-Bismol coming out of my goo-goo-goo. I got the cherry-flavored Pepto, squirting it right directly in. Zing! Still not enough. Still, every night, burping and farting through my vajag. <laughs> I set my sheet on fire the other night. I had a queef, a fire queef. Poof! Those bed sheets with 3,000 count thread. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm tired of this baby already. Burning through my best bed sheets. <laughs> Fuck you, baby. <laughs> I went so far as to put ice in a pair of diapers. That's what I did. I went to bed wearing ice diapers. I woke up with fire and water in my shit face. Terrible. That's what that song I've seen fire, I've seen rain is yeah. based on. <laughs> <laughs> James Taylor's very intimate with the Antichrist. Yes. <laughs> well known fact <laughs> about James Taylor. <laughs> If you're carrying the Antichrist, <laughs> there's not a lot that you can do. That baby's going to burn real hot. You'll be lucky if it doesn't burn through. I smell shit coming out your vag. It's really hot and gross. Do something about it. Why don't you wear a diaper full of ice? Then I can see fire and rain. You've got an imp. <laughs> you got an imp. I love it. You got an imp. Uh, Former President James Taylor. Twentieth <laughs> oh Century Fox has been trying to put up its presence in theme parks for more than a decade now. It's what? Its presence. What are they giving us? <laughs> the studios. You gotta go to the theme park to get it. Yeah. Shit on yeah, them. Yeah, you do. No, you have. You have to give it presents. Yeah. 
the studio's first attempt at a park of its own, Fox Studios' back lot in Sydney, Australia, closed in 2001, just two years of after two years of operation, and it spent its last couple years licensing properties like The Simpsons, which will have attractions at Universal Parks, and Avatar, which will have attractions at Disney Parks, to other theme park companies. Now the studio seems ready to jump into the full-scale theme park business again. The company has just announced an agreement with Resorts World Genting to theme park business again to open a Fox theme park in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Yeah, wow. where the milk is made. Kuala Lumpur in 2016. Properties including Night at the Museum, Alien, oh, and Predator man. are expected to be featured at the park. Terrible. Which will be built on the site of the Genting Outdoor Theme Park, which featured more than 25 rides spread out over 25 acres. The current park will close this September. So the $125 million building project can begin. Uh, no word yet on exactly what attractions we can expect from each particular film property. So I can tell you exactly what attractions to expect. Yeah. All right. So you've got the roller, whatever roller coaster's in there. They stick an alien head on the front of it and go, look, it's the alien ride. And then they got like, you know, a slide and they put, <laughs> and they put uh, uh, bags that say night of the museum on it and go, it's the night at the museum. Slide, slide to the museum. Slide to the night, and they make them look like sleeping bags, like you're spending the night in the museum or some shit. Uh, you need you to be hired sacks, as a consultant. Those sacks where you slide down the thing. Yeah. So right? the Paramount Parks treatment of uh... pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just put a new. Let's stick a weird of... alien in here. And yeah. Call it. <laughs> hey, it's it's an alien ride. What was the other property they were going to license? That uh, just predator. alien or predator. Alien predator, and what was the other and, one? And uh, night at the museum. That's museum. all they. That's really it. That's all they're talking so far. Garbage. So why Malaysia? Garbage. I mean, why? Because that's is, where the milk is made. I understand it. Milk in Malaysia, milk, but uh, milk, milk, lemonade, lemonade around the corner, fudge made. made. Um, Come to Malaysia for our shit. <laughs> is that, is our that, milk is better is that than the national your anthem? shit. That's the national anthem. That's the national anthem. <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge this is made. Why Come the to Olympics, Malaysia for our shit. This is why at the Olympics you don't hear the lyrics. Of yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when, when a lot of anthems in. have a surprising amount of swear words in them. It takes uh, a lot of the grandeur out of it. <laughs> now, for the first time ever, the Malaysian Olympiads will be accompanied by a full spoken word version of their national anthem. <laughs> Seriously, really? Uh, why Malaysia? Milk, milk, lemonade. Fudge <laughs> <laughs> is made. Come to Malaysia for our shit. <laughs> Is there milk, something milk, about lemonade, Malaysia I don't know? Uh, nope, made. you know it Come all. to Malaysia for our shit. I don't know at all about Malaysia. <laughs> I know nothing about Malaysia. All I know is that you come there for their shit. <laughs> That's all, all I know, I know, I know is, is that I, in English it means bad Asia. <laughs> <laughs> I know this, I, it's a huge, huge resort area. I know that is much. Is it a huge yeah. resort area? But so do, are they, I mean. So's your mother's cooch. <laughs> Hango. <laughs> Let somebody put a fucking hammock in that shit. <laughs> You leave my mother's kugler out of this. Milk, those. milk, <laughs> lemonade, around the corner, fudge is made. Come to Malaysia, Malaysia for, for our, our shit. shit. <laughs> if you want more, that's all, that's it. <laughs> that's all you'll get. Uh, Try right. a bit. I mean, I know I know the movie market is huge in in that part of the world, but Malaysia. Well, I think it's like also it. a test thing. They're testing stuff. They're trying to see if they can make it work. You know, they can't do anything sight unseen anymore they can't have any original stuff but eventually they've got to realize and hopefully before 
Matt Groening is dead because that's what he's always wanted to do is open a up a Simpsons. Simpsons theme park. Yeah. No, that's what they're doing with that Universal. They're it's making a, it more and more Simpsons land. Oh yeah, they're they're creating, creating a Simpsons land. Oh, a whole okay. Simpsons yeah. section as opposed to just. But they the ride. need to just make the whole park Simpsons, like Wally World type. I thing. mean the the uh, the, cool. the ride is ridiculous. And when I went and on it, my brother and I and, our, and my nephew, who was like five, and he was a little worried about it. And I'm not a fan of those rides because it's one of those giant screens where the thing moves and all that. Yeah. It's like, so it does get, get you, you sick. It does. Those get you but sick. there was a guy behind us that could not stop laughing. And I think it helped my nephew get through the ride because he oh. was like, okay, this is fun. Because it is ridiculous. I mean, the humor in it is hilarious. And it is, it's out of control. And it's very funny. But the guy just would not stop laughing his ass off the whole time. It Partly at the cute. ride, yeah. turn but also at the ridiculous things. Yeah. You turn around and stand yeah. It's a fun little... little <laughs> 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 it was Hank Azaria. It was Hank Azaria. <laughs> just like, God, am I funny? <laughs> <laughs> Who they, writes this stuff? It's <laughs> they pay him like 20 bucks a week to just ride that ride all day. Yep. <laughs> Ham it up, Hank. Researchers at the Chinese Academy of Sciences. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I knew that's the They have like researchers. I don't know. Great, great. Researchers <laughs> come out the with Chinese... their new research on Malaysia. Uh, They've discovered milk, milk, <laughs> lemonade, and around the corner fudge is made. Come to Malaysia for our shit. They're reporting that using a mix of human stem cells and mouse connective tissue, they have successfully grown human teeth inside the kidney of a mouse. If it pans out, the research could have huge implications. If it, if it pans out, the mouse will die quickly. <laughs> the, mouse, the mouse's liver will eat it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I mean... Oh, no. This is like the ear I guess, the mouse. Yeah, yeah. baby it, steps, you know? right? But, jeez, I'm crow. All right, go on. Keep reading. Not it a just whole makes lot past it. If it pans they out, research could have in a kidney teeth. Teeth multi uh, could have huge implications for dental and implantation technology. Yeah. If not, it's just another weird thing we can do to mice. <laughs> and you know what? See molar mouse right here for just a quarter. Molar mouse. Most of him is molars. The rest of him is mouse. I'm not Where does the mice. molar start? Where does the mouse begin? Look right over here, ladies and gentlemen. It's incisor rodent. Most of him is incisors. Some of him is a rodent. Look over here. It's canine rat. He's half dog, half rat. You thought he'd be teeth, didn't you? Nope. We ran out of those. We ran out of those guys. <laughs> the Chinese research team oh, is done. cheaper to sew a rat's head onto a dog. Yep. <laughs> come one, come all. Grow your teeth inside a mouse. Don't you want mouse teeth? It's like a chia pet. Mm-hmm. Once you get them implanted, all you want to eat is cheese, though. That's the problem, folks. Ah, science, you madcap. You've caught us again. <laughs> All we want is cheese and to run through mazes. Oh, boy. Looks like Johnny's not so happy with his new dentures. Boo-hoo, Johnny. Technology che on the march. Technology on the march. <laughs> Technology on your mouth. Everyone's with a mouse. Living, everyone's living inside their walls. Technology on the march. <laughs> Giant holes replace doors. <laughs> Cats suddenly become incredibly terrifying. Tom and Jerry cartoons run as propaganda material. 
Mouse teeth taking over our nation's children? What do you say, Uncle Sam? Oh, sorry, didn't mean to question you. I meant Uncle Halliburton. <laughs> I, we just got bought by them. We love mouse teeth. <laughs> the Angel War will be coming to Earth soon. Fart, fart, fart. As Sci-Fi has ordered a pilot for a new series, Dominion, based on the 2010 flick Legion. Stop this stupid garbage. Stop it. The new series looks to take the concepts introduced in the film even further, setting the action several years after the events of Legion in a world already war-torn by the angels. Here's an official synopsis. Based on characters from the hit theatrical film Legion. Hit first. Theatrical film. First of all. <laughs> yeah. Line number one. Go on. <laughs> Uh, Dominion is an epic supernatural action drama set 25 years in the future after a war between the army of angels and mankind has transformed the world. The series follows the perilous journey of a rebellious young soldier who discovers he's the unlikely savior of humanity. (laughs) An original idea. (laughs) An original idea brought to you by the stupid Bible. (laughs) And also Prophecy starring Christopher Walken from 1998. The film's director, Scott Stewart, will return to direct the pilot. Uh, by direct, you mean hack. And will also stay on as executive producer. Uh, Vaughn Wilmot, terribly. who is also writing the upcoming sci-fi miniseries Ringworld based on Larry Niven's sci-fi book series, is writing and co-producing the pilot. Sounds like garbage in a shit bag. Did anybody see Legion? I, nope. I did. I, I feel, like feel I did. bad now for doing it. I feel bad that I even gave money to that. Isn't it the one where like, there's a, a guy screaming on the bus and his mouth gets all big? Yeah, I think so. Old, like an old lady crawling up the wall. Yeah, or an old lady crawls yeah, up, yeah, the wall, lady crawl up the wall. Yeah, yeah, old lady crawling up the wall. I don't know about and then right the guy. The guy screams on the bus. Maybe. No, I just remember they. Yeah, they were. They pushed the hell out of that movie. They. Yeah. I remember at the trailers and Dennis Quaid. I think was in it. Larry the Cable I, Guy. I'm now upset Larry that the I cable guy's money in to that it. one. Yeah. Well, he's in everything. Larry Le- the Cable Le- Guy. Legion the Cable Guy. You can't. He's in Wolverine. Larry the Cable Guy. He's is in he everything. Really? Is he really in? Wolverine? He's in everything nowadays. Is he really in Wolverine? <laughs> yes. No. Is, why would he be in? No. <laughs> what do you mean? Why would he? <laughs> Look at them claws. Robert Redford being Actually, in movies, those Marvel movies. Yeah, now, yeah. So. No, Larry the Cable Guy. He plays one of the ninjas in, uh, in, in Wolverine. <laughs> hey, Wolverine, why don't you come on a camping trip with me? I could use you cooking up wieners. You can hang your hands right over the fire. Cook up four or six dogs at once. Shit, that's almost the whole pack. Larry, quit trying to give me Prilosec. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have indigestion. <laughs> Everybody can use some Prilosec, Wolverine. <laughs> I don't care. You got Healing Factor X for whatever. I don't care. Have some Prilosec. You're an American, right? You eat more food than you should. Have some more Prilosec. Get her done. <laughs> Although this had been rumored for a little while now. Speaking at, of Prilosec. At the Ultimate <laughs> Comics Paddle. If you get uh, in a car wreck, Wolverine, they're going right for your nuts. <laughs> Prilosec. That's what they do. Welcome to Obamacare. Get it done. <laughs> at the Ultimate Comics panel on Friday at the uh, San Diego Comic-Con. What made it the Ultimate Comics panel? Uh, that the involved Ultimate Comics from Marvel. The Ultimate line. Oh. Oh. Duh. Oh. Well, look, I, I thought Larry the Cable Guy and Chris Rock and, you know. Yeah, well, I think Ultimate Comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy is not one that I would consider if I had an Ultimate Comics panel up. Really? <laughs> no? Who, who tops Larry the Cable Guy, then? 
There's like uh, maybe well, one. Well, the other two you mentioned, like Louis C.K. <laughs> and Chris Rock, I would put far above Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Patton Oswalt. Yes. Patton Oswalt, another good example. I'm We're up joking. there with tater salad. I think pretty much everybody is better. No, not everybody, but... Uh, let's see. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who had been with the Ultimate line since the year 2000 when Ultimate Spider-Man first came out, formally announced Cataclysm, the Ultimate's last stand. Bendis described it simply as Galactus coming to Ultimate Earth and eating it. He also refers to it as, quote, a very important chapter in the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> it kind of breaks open the barrier between the Ultimate Universe and the Marvel Universe. The ultimate, no! char- the ultimate characters oh, they're gonna DC it. have to find a way to defeat Galactus or sacrifice their world to save the regular Marvel Universe. All right. It's I'm, one of the biggest choices and decisions. I'm book. old, I guess. <sighs> this is what kills me. Bendis is a genius. I've bought so much of his work. I love almost everything he does. But he has gone fucking tits wild on the Marvel Universe, and he is ruining it. Ever since he got a hold of Avengers and started fucking shit up a couple years ago, it, this is the thing. In Bendis's worlds, like Powers, fantastic book, right? Really exploring the bleeding edge of what it would be like to be a real superhero in a real world, right? Okay. That's all cool. Exploratory and experimental. But what he's done is he's implemented that kind of thought process into the entire Marvel U. The Marvel Universe is already bug shit crazy. Superheroes and all kinds of crazy shit. But now he's putting all of that on its ear over and over again. Disassembling everything. Everybody's an Avenger. Everybody's a Skrull. Everybody's got Ultron fighting them. The X-Men are against the, the Avengers again. All this crazy shit to the point there's nothing to stand on. There's no flat base. There's nowhere for anyone to get a grip on something to be interesting because everything is batshit crazy. So this is going to put it over the fucking edge. He is going to have fully overstayed his welcome. And I see, at least for old assholes like me, a real decline in Marvel book sales. I stopped buying super buying Spider-Man. Yeah. A couple months ago because of this kind of shit. It's a book that you've bought since you were a kid. Since I was 13. Yeah. And it's just, it's too much. It's too crazy. It's too crazy. Fantastic Four is doing some great stuff right now. But, yeah, this, I can't, I didn't get any Age of Ultron stuff. It's just too nuts, man. sure, if if you keep crazy at crazy, that becomes the level and where do you go from there? Exactly. But that's kind of our society as a whole, our media, our approach. It's like more is more now. We're so into more is more. I know. Yeah. Well, it's, and, like, it's, and that, it, it is. It's like, it's like watching Fox News. You turn on Fox News, and every time you turn on Fox News, some news alert. Alert. Yeah. What? <laughs> Guys' pants are down. Right? What? If it's always an emergency, it's never an emergency. Precise. Precisely. We're constantly and this is the thing. Wolf. Everything is the cataclysm. Everything is the end of everything. He's lost. As far as the Marvel Universe goes, he doesn't... Uh, he did some great stuff with Ultimate Spider-Man. But when they gave him full reins of company-wide events and shit, it's getting too fucking crazy. There's not enough personal, interesting shit... Everybody's crazy. Nobody can trust anybody. Everybody's a shape-shifting something else. It's bullshit. That was one of my, like, I just finished recently watching Alias, 
the final few episodes, mm-hmm. final season. And it's a fun show, but that show is that thing. Like nobody fucking dies in that show. How many? I think every character in that show dies at least three times, but didn't die. But we thought they died, really? or they avoided their death. I mean, spoiler word. But <laughs> in the words I think in general, enough, you're general, okay. But you know that show's been around long enough. I think Jennifer Gardner gets crucified. Spoilers. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. When it gets to that, like. There's no consequences, again. There's no definite, like, you can't die. I mean, these are all people who can die, but they always are able to avoid that. There's no consequences. That it's, show really just fizzled out it, at the it end. It became a mess in the yeah, end. It just like, didn't, it, like, because it just kept trying to top itself. That's just and it, it got yeah. so out of control that yeah. it just couldn't figure it out. It's like that Tell cliffhanger from the, the, the season, that the second, the final, uh, not the final season, but the, the season before the final season, it was kind of compelling, and then all of a sudden the final season comes in, and it just kind of, it's like, this is just boring. I yeah. mean, I watch it all the way through to the end, and I'm like, wow, this is our finale. Well, and this is the big thing we were building up to. And yeah. the big thing you're building up to, you're like, all right, I mean, that is a big deal, but... Eh. But not really. Yeah, it's like, okay, And that's, that's my problem, too, is I'm tired of these giant cross events building up to these big events. And it's like... It's exhausting. Well, it's exhausting, it's expensive, and it's inane because... Just like we were talking about earlier, the only real big event is death. Life or death. That's the only big meaningful event in any character's story. Are they alive? Are they dead? Or did some one or something in their life live or die that causes their life to be irreparably and forever transformed in some way? It doesn't always have to be a negative. It can be a good thing. Maybe a villain finally dies, and they have to deal with the consequences of that. And it can be good consequences or whatever. But but make some strong, permanent choices instead of going, guess what? The whole universe is on fire. This is the fire universe where everybody's on fire. Remember the zombie universe where everybody was a zombie? Yeah. This is where everybody's a human torch. Everybody. I mean, that's one of the reasons I think the the Wolverine movie right now, at the beginning, everybody's liking. Because he is. He's dealing with having to have killed, you know. Hold Jean. on. Spoiler. Okay. Yeah. You know. He's d- yeah. The end of the last X-Men movie, X-Men he 3. killed the woman he loved. Because that's the beginning it. of the Wolverine is he's still story, dealing with that shit. And that's story, one of the reasons he's like, I can't deal with being around people. Either. Yeah. The story is not him fighting a giant army or... Or, or saving the world. his own demons. Exactly. It's yeah. an internalized struggle. It's the human condition, which is what we want to see. We want to see characters dealing with the difficulty of existence, not the difficulty of super giant baddie of the week. That's the brilliance of Evangelion. It starts <laughs> off as super giant baddie of the week and then twists your brain and goes, oh, it's just about being. Yeah. Right? And that's why uh, Pacific Rim never got it. Because it didn't deal at all with the internal life of any of its characters. Everything was externalized and poorly and ham-fistedly. And in the case of the Wolverine, he's it not going to die. So he has to live with this forever. Precisely. And he's so dealing with the fact that he has to live with this forever, yeah, as the, far as he knows. The he characters don't have to die, but it's the consequence of others dying around and him. his own actions. It's life and, and own, death. Yep. That's it. Those are the two things. Life and death. The only motivators that mean Anything in this in this plane of existence. So I think that's why people like the first half of that movie. And then in the end, it just becomes a crazy fight. Yep. It's <laughs> interesting because that's almost identical to what uh, Joss Whedon was just saying this last week on the, the Nerdist podcast. They had kind of an extended interview with him about, you know, his writing process. And he was referencing Buffy and he's like, you know, Buffy, yes, you had the baddie of the week, but 
that story was almost secondary to it was like what is going on in this character's life or lives and you know what struggles are they going through and then oh in addition to this now i have to go deal with you know that's what spider-man always was that's yeah. why it was yeah. so good it was just it's, a young man trying to figure out what yeah, it is to it's be like, a man it's like it's it's like we all remember how hard it was to be an adolescent boy yeah, yeah. put on top of that a giant multi-armed maniac trying to kill you and your family well, the whole you time, have the responsibility to deal with it yeah, exactly you have the powers the whole time to deal with it, it was spider-man but in his in his little thought bubbles it was like oh shit i need to get home because aunt may put a put a curfew on me or mm-hmm. i you know i need to go stop by the store and pick up this I stuff for this dinner party on you, <laughs> <laughs> she really was his ultimate enemy in yeah. the end you know god damn but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, he's in the middle of a life or death struggle. Is Aunt May still alive? I have, I haven't read Spider-Man in a long time. Is she still this, alive? She's in the, the uh... she's the problem. That Spoiler. was the problem. Well, well, this was the problem. <laughs> she got killed right before the brand new day thing, right? Okay. And that's why brand new day happened. She got shot and killed. Wait, she got shot and killed? And Peter she Parker. She was like a million years old. Why dude, couldn't you just kill her? Exactly. Why couldn't she just? She could just die. die. Of old Exa- age. Exactly. Peter Parker wouldn't accept it. This writer's impression of Peter Parker wouldn't accept it. And so he made a deal with Mephisto to bring her back to life. Yeah, that's right. Peter Parker wait, wait, wait. shakes hands with the devil to bring May but Parker back to death, life. death, which created... Which exactly, just, which created oh, a whole genesis of it. Which made him yeah. who he is. Don't oh, even, my God. Don't, don't get me started. It's why I finally... What? Seven years after that bullshit, You're I like, finally I'm get done it. with this. Exactly, that was bullshit. Exactly. I'm finally, which I'm proves finally how much you love the story. I'm which proves how much it. you love that character. I'm not the only one. It even took you Stan, seven years. even Stan Lee is having problems now with yeah. this shit. And they just this week threw out some shit about, hey Stan, what do you think about a bisexual Spider-Man? It's like, yeah, like fine, oh, fucking whatever. whatever. Make everything insane, crazy. That's uh, yeah. great. It ain't Spider-Man anymore, so it doesn't it's matter. It's not that one. It's not that one. It's not to take anything away from bisexuality. It's not to take anything away from those kinds of choices. It's just tell a new story with a new character where that becomes part of the focus. Create a superhero or, who happens to be... Or that's what the Ultimate Universe was about. Like I think the new Spider-Man, the new Ultimate Spider-Man is a gay black kid. If I'm not mistaken, I, like Miles Morales. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, isn't he gay? Is I don't know, but I don't know. I, don't know I think he's gay. gay. Anyway, maybe he's not. But still, could just like, be very fashionable. Whatever. Yeah, he's, that's it. <laughs> it's my prejudice. He looks so well dressed. Metro guy's got to be gay. I haven't read that one, but yeah, right, right. Like, where's your middle ground? Right. Go experiment. Take it out there. But but you've got to keep something. It's that well, whole mentality of we we feel like we have to top anything else that's been done. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and Rather so than just telling a story from that character's point of view, they have to do something that's relative to the world to that character, and you know it, stuff can happen from this world to the Peter Parker that we all grew up with, and we can see how he deals Absolutely. with that. Absolutely, we don't you've have to. A, yep. we don't have to change the character. You've got a clearly defined character whose responses to anything will be interesting because he's a clearly defined character with a specific sensibility that we all understand and have seen develop over yeah. the years. It's, right? it's also why, Absolutely. like the different villains, work so well because they're clearly defined and they have a clearly defined, you know, and they all represent archetypical components of the human struggle also be it spider-man's the, villains the or Batman's vulture or, yeah the vulture has always been the, the i'm getting too old for I'm this shit guy and, you know yeah, yeah. uh electro is kind of a fuck up um 
Doc yeah, Ock. He's a fuck up with superpowers. Doc yeah. Ock wants to be smarter than everybody. Yep. They're dealing with that in the Superior Spider-Man because Doc Ock is taking over the body, and that's kind of that's an interesting idea. But again, it's like everything's insane. Yeah. Um. Then uh, Green Goblin. Whatever or, you know. Yeah. And uh, now, the Superior Foes of Spider-Man. The new book, Superior Foes of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. really cool. It's basically take. It's got Boomerang and Shocker and a couple other fuck ups, and it's like getting more in depth with those characters. It's doing what what Star Trek needed to be doing instead of Enterprise, and reinvesting in the characters that are already extant in the mythos and building on those rather than coming up with a new villain every week. It's like, what's Boomerang's fucking story? What's his yeah, deal? I can dig that. Right? And it's that I read that first book quite good, quite good. Lots of potential. A few. Really kind of heavy, tropey kind of things. It's a few minutes there where I'm like, okay, I've seen this thing a little bit before. Because it's not the first time it's been done exactly, but at least they're doing it. At least they're investing in stuff that's already there. Yeah. That's what I'm a big proponent they're of. They're not flipping your world around. Yeah, keep exploring. Yeah. Keep the, don't You don't have to make it crazy. You've got a ton of more backstory to tell with these other characters. <sighs> they don't have to all be gay and on fire. They just don't. <laughs> they don't. They've run out of stories to tell, and they're, they're there's only seven. There's only and, seven goddamn stories to tell. We all ran out of stories to tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, this next story comes from uh, Geeko System. Uh, Kickstarter is the go-to crowd crowdfunding site for a lot of people looking to launch ambitious Crown projects. Crowdfunding, crowdfunding, you know, <laughs> the, the, with the royal baby, it's gotten more exciting. God, I can't believe that's all over the news. <laughs> well, now it's on our news. There you go. Are you uh, really surprised? I mean, yes, because there's all kinds of more important shit going on in the world. It's third in line to the kingdom, but that's exactly why it is it's so a, big. It's a big deal. Is because there's there's so much other terrible stuff. That's what you when you see stuff like that. And go it into is the positive full, news. At least it's happy news. Murph. That's really it. People well, that's are, not the who? thing. People like, are, the news. The, the the television news was a. Uh, all over the place. They went crazy about the wedding. Why wouldn't they be yeah. crazy about the birth? I'm like, I'm like, suddenly it's like you, you flip the channel care, and it's there again. It's yep. there again. It's there again. It's People like, are starved for joy. People love the royal family. But where's family the joy too? in this? It's a fucking baby. Well, another a, baby being born. One of how many million that were born that know, day? Yeah. People just don't want truth. Sure. That's the problem. They don't. And want because it's a quote unquote royal baby, mm-hmm. it's third in line for the for the kingdom. It is a royal baby. There's no quote about it. It is a royal baby. Whether we believe in the lineage and that it has the right, that's... But the reality is, it's, it's is not especially... In the right succession of deaths, so much, this child will become king. Yeah, okay, fine. But it's not essentially a <laughs> anything more than a but, very wealthy family's well, but it latest can fly. addition. It, it can fly. It can yeah. fly. Oh right! Well, that is a sorry. Rebel. That is not know? about that part. You didn't know it could fly, um, <laughs> dude. All the royals can fly. Yeah. They can fly Lord. until they hit puberty. That's it's a it. little known fact. That's yeah. why God talks to them. Yeah, they go up in the sky. They and talk, they to, talk the to the Lord, God, and then they come and down they come after back puberty. Down, yeah. And he and then plus the fact Queen Elizabeth is just never going to die. <laughs> well, no, I mean not. that that woman like no, no, she has become she became a creature of the night years ago. Yeah. She is the undead. She is the Phantom of the Opera. She is the Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, hello. 
I don't know. I'm sorry. It was just so right. aggravating. No, I get it. I don't no, get why. I'd be it's jealous such a big... of flying people too. That's I don't know it's why. It's not a it's jealousy so thing. It's like I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to know what's going on in my world and every goddamn well. news outlet, but including some of my online outlets that I go to okay. for normal. I hear well, news but, stories. But Jeff, you know, isn't this a good weeding out process too? Of which don't you news now know any source that covered that? insidiously and overtly is not to be trusted. Right? <laughs> but like I said, even some of the more oh, trusted ones trust were no Maybe one. they're not so trusted. No what one. do you trust? Which, what sites do... Okay, not even trust. What sites do you visit regularly online to get your news from? Oh, I've got them all bookmarked. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Give me two. I mean, well, like, granted, I do get a lot of my ironically news Come on, news Sarah Palin. What magazines do you read? From the BBC. Yeah, me too. BBC what is actually a more BBC accurate. Is well, BBC but, is going to cover course, the royal baby. And yes, and of course, yeah. they're going to cover the royal baby. <laughs> I, 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 so I will grant the you Guardian that would one. too. I just feel it. The Guardian? But, uh, yeah. Look, let me put it this way. Yes, If sorry, you're go going to show uh, multiple thousands of viewings of some, you know, somebody getting the shit kicked out of them or shot or killed because it was caught on a security camera a thousand times, day after day after day, and it's not any more different than anybody else who got killed that day, then why wouldn't they do the same thing about this baby being born? Especially a baby can fly. Especially <laughs> a flying baby. baby. Can fly. The flying yeah, I mean, royal baby that's what is makes, kind that's of That's what really is the headline. That's yeah. what people are missing. Is that fucking <laughs> They're really, they are. They're missing the flying part. Seriously, baby can fly. There's another baby out there flying. But, well, not till they there name it. There hasn't been a flying baby since Harry turned yeah. 18. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys hear about, did you hear about when the baby got born? Did you hear what happened? No, go So the baby, the baby... You know, was born and they, mm-hmm. they they took it out of the the room pretty quickly because the know, womb or the, the room the womb and the room, <laughs> and uh, and then the do- then, you know uh, Harry came up to the doctor and he's like, Doc, what's what's going on? What what's the deal, Doc? And Harry doc, the uncle or William Harry, the father? I'm oh, sorry, William the father. You gotta go back with me, Harry. He goes. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Well, Something's gonna be done about your kid. Well, William, I uh, I have some interesting news about your child. Your baby can fly. He says what? He says, yeah, yeah, your baby can fly. He says, you kidding me, Doc? He says, no, come with me. And he takes him into another little secluded room, right? And the baby's there and is lying very still in the crib, right? And uh, the doctor picks it up and he says, now watch. And the doctor lets go of the baby and it falls and whap, hits the floor. Bam, hits the ground. And William's like, what the, what are you doing? What are you doing? He goes, oh, no, 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 trust me. Trust me. Doctor picks it up. No, this baby was zooming all around the room. It was just everywhere. It was all over the place. He said, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't you? He said, no, no, watch, watch, watch. He just needs a little, needs a little get up and go. So he revs back, holds the baby back, pulls his arm back, tosses the baby at the wall, slap. It just hits the wall and right back down to the ground. And Aaron Williams like, what the fuck are you doing to my kid? Like, hey, man, this is, I don't get it. It was just before, it was like, seriously, it would look like a tarmac. Baby's flying around. I don't know what was going on. I thought it was an air traffic controller in here. It's like, leave my fucking kid alone. Like, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Baby <laughs> doctor goes up, scoops up the baby, opens up a window in the room. He goes, what he needs? Room. There's just no air in here. There's no moving air. It's probably something with currents. I don't know. Watch. Check it out. Check it out. Here we go. He says, what the fuck are you doing? And he throws the baby out the window. And William gets there just a second too late. And the baby just goes end over end <laughs> over end all the way down to the floor. Whap! It's the concrete of the parking lot and just lays still there. 
William just grabs the doctor by the fucking lapels. He's like, motherfucker, what have you done to my son? What have you done? He's like, hey, 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 relax, relax, relax. It was just a joke. Your son was stillborn. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, wow. Oh, fuck. That's a lot of work. Whoa. That's just a class. That's an old classic. That's, a lot that's of an old classic. That I joke. love that joke. It's a, it's <laughs> a terrible dark that, joke. That's a, that's a fantastic <laughs> delivery. That was wrapped wow. in attention the whole thing. That was Normally that joke is not told with the royals involved. It's just it's just a, a, a new a new father. Yeah, halfway yeah. through it, I was like, he's not telling that joke, is he? Yeah, yeah sure not. It's not new stories, joke. just new ways to tell. Mm-hmm. See, precisely. Yeah. An original idea by Paul yeah, Madden. Was that a part of the aristocrat aristocrats or something? I'm sure it's been told. I'm sure it's been <laughs> no, told no. with an aristocrat. No, that's right. I remember in the Aristocats. Joke. It was a an Aristocats. Yeah, yeah. Great Disney movie. One of my favorite Disney movies. <laughs> oh, this one's just not opening its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that cat, dead as fuck. That fucking cat is dead as fuck. I ain't never seen a fucking dead cat. Blue, blue, blue. I play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That was my favorite track from that movie. <laughs> Walt Disney Pictures proudly presents. Why is my baby dead? Uh, I, Why uh, is my baby dead? Walt Disney shamefully presents. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that dead fucking cat. That fucking cat is dead. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo, I played the piano. Hey, hey, everybody dance. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo, I'm drinking beer milk. I am a cat. I like eating fish. All the stereotypes are true. I have feline AIDS. Hey. <laughs> We're all gonna die. <laughs> Aristocats. <laughs> Aristocats. <laughs> I played the piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this next story comes to us from Christian Post. Ooh, the Christian Post. Oh, I thought you, I, never mind. I thought you said Christian Post, like it was a person. Oh, okay. Post. Gotcha. Are on the field reporter. All right. The Christian Post says, <laughs> it says a potent mixture of fart spray and deer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bamf. <laughs> this is how people fool. <laughs> they fool me oh, into thinking. Back the, they f- I, no, I didn't want to bring. They fool me into thinking that I was. I've. That's your is fault. Is he Indian now? Is he Indian? I felt like that was a little Indian. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Alec Cummings, your Those countries turned Indian on us. Those countries are not so far away if you look at the map. It's like two fingers. <laughs> well, it depends on how big the map is. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> two fingers. That's all I know. And two fingers is not a long well, distance. That's, that's whiskey you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, oh ah, this thing is coming out, whether I want it or not. The combination Peek-a-boo, of poo-poo, yeah, I'm going to so try to get, this. Ahead, get and this one again. Uh, a potent mixture of fart spray and deer repellent. <laughs> Aren't those the same? Intended to be a prank turned serious Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> that is stating the obvious right there. When I love I love that this is church news. <laughs> it it, it this turns is serious. <laughs> Those things sound like they're pretty serious anyway. This is church news. When more than a dozen campers from the Christian-run Camp Womi 2 in Jarrettsville, Maryland, had to be decontaminated while six were hospitalized due to physical reactions. 
According to the Falston Patch of Hartford County, hazardous materials team was called to the camp around 10 p.m. Wednesday after initial reports that a 16-year-old boy needed medical assistance for eye and respiratory irritation. Shortly after that, however, additional medical units had to be sent to the camp to treat more than a dozen patients with similar symptoms. A hazmat team... Where's your god now, fart spray victim? A hazmat team later concluded that deer spray and a product known as liquid ass... I, I remember. Yeah. Why is why is it... Okay, this was in the South, right? Uh, it was Maryland, actually. No, I remember liquid ass. Liquid ass, dude. It stuff is nasty. Yeah. But the fact that people even buy it, the fact that it is still a product... Uh, you know like it's, it's only for you pranking. Know it's, nasty. it's only for pranking. Well, what else is rubber poo for? But that's funny. What is rubber vomit for? That's funny. Chewing what is the? That's not. That's not noxious and toxic. I understand, but chewing gum that turns your, your teeth black is kind of scary. Fart jokes are like fifty-seven percent of what you're all about. But that's not a fart about. joke. That's that's it's smell a, this gross prank. stuff. It's a fart prank. No. All right, go on. <laughs> we we're gonna have to agree to just disagree. Deer spray and uh, a product known as liquid ass had been sprayed into two cabins at the camp, resulting in the emergency. Both sprays used at the camp reportedly caused respiratory and eye irritation. According to the county release of the campers who were decontaminated by the hazmat team, six were taken to Upper Chesapeake Medical Center, Bel Air, for evaluation and treatment. The hazmat team remained at the camp until 1.30 a.m. Wednesday. And yeah, that's... From the Christian Post, in fact, I re- did a re- research for a while to make sure that website was actually a real Christian website. Deer, deer repellent is pretty powerful in its That's own. It's potent stuff, yeah. 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 And So to mix the two, and like, there's got to be a chemical reaction happening well, there. Well, don't a lot of hunters use, like de- bleach use and deer ammonia, attractant? Right? Yeah. Well, bleach and ammonia will kill you. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> People use deer, deer repellent like... To keep deer out of their plants, sure. And stuff keep like deer that. out of their yard. Yeah, and it's yeah. It's normally like small amounts for, yeah, for for an area. Ugh. Hmm. I imagine it in in an uh, in an enclosed space, it's not a good. I thing. mean that. So you've actually smelled aspray. I mean that liquid that, ass. Liquid ass. Yeah. yeah, I remember kids having that as pranking around in high school. That poor kid though was like, "This will be hilarious," and then everybody's. Taken off the Fuck mouth. that kid. <laughs> F- poor kid. Poor Fuck kid. you. Yeah, nah, poor, that, poor that, kid who has the money and the resources child. to buy dangerous bullshit that prank stuff. I mean, he was just trying to have some fun. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You now know, he's traumatized. Get some things going, a little laughity, laughity, laughity. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. You've seen Meatballs. You know what it's all about. Yeah. I bet Camp got a whole lot of fun prayer time out of it. Like, <laughs> let's all say prayers for the ass. <laughs> Ass juice for suffers. Jimmy, for Jimmy who's Jimmy, suffering. Jimmy from is suffering from severe liquid ass, severe irritation from yeah. the from the ass smell. We severe all know liquid ass poisoning. Dear Lord, please let this liquid ass pass <laughs> over us. Dear ass Lord, dear dear all Lord, the kids are chuckling in the background. <laughs> we will smear the cabin doors with blood of the virgin campers <laughs> to keep the liquid ass pranker out. Those who have not smeared the blood over their doorway are doomed to have liquid ass smell for the rest of the camp season. Some I think old you're mistaking shit. this camp for the movie The Village now. It's Real like Wrath of God type same. stuff. <laughs> Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. What do you live in with? Write to us. Comments at UglyCowShow.com. And watch the Ugly Cow Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Please like us on Facebook. Please share us on Facebook. Please give us reviews on the iTunes. Please spread the word. Spread the ass. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, whatever. You've been watching too much porno. <laughs> Spread the ass. This not. I don't think that can happen. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. He's tried. I've He's tried. really tried. Yep. Now I don't have time anymore. <laughs> no time for porn. No. No time for soldiers. I haven't Sergeants. got time for the porn. I haven't got time for, for the, the porn. porn. Oh, no, I haven't got time for the porn. And until next week, Anymore. I am Master Torgo. I am Handsome Bill. I'm so full of... Katie's Jeff. Just Michael. Uh, uh, me. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week at Geek. Wow. <laughs> For episode 200. I haven't Fizzled. got time for the poor. Well, that camp hasn't got time for the poor. Those oh. kids can afford liquid oh, yeah. ass. Yeah. That liquid ass is not cheap. <laughs> I, think I, that's, think I, think I feel like that's Am- the part you're most upset about. Yeah. I am. That's a lot of good money spent I, on I that. think you can uh, buy it on Amazon. It's like fireworks. After I turn 12 or 14, well, okay, let's be honest. Playing with fireworks? 15. After 15, I was like, fireworks. You blow shit up. That's money. I, find, I think like around 14 or 15, I went, wait, that's a lot of He-Man. See, <laughs> and the guys who are into fireworks are like, He-Man? That's a lot of fireworks. I'm like, <laughs> so, so you were not one to strap, say, a black cat to one of your He-Man characters? Not mine, but our next door neighbors had lots of G.I. Joes that we blew the shit out of with them. Oh, yeah. Everybody did that. But yeah, but it, no. But then even even now, I like that's up. one of my great life regrets, blowing up some action figures. Because now I have such respect and love for action figures. I'm like, How, what was that's going what through for. my mind? It's part of what they're yeah, for. It's, it's part of what they're the, for. It's part of what they're they weren't, for. They weren't the good ones. They weren't the good G.I. Joes. They were like the knockoff, the core brand or oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that's partly I, what those old... I shot the, the breast off of uh, Baroness with a BB gun. One. I shot the Baroness breast. But uh, I did wasn't he, not it wasn't shoot even my arrows. Hey. My buddy's finger. What? I shot it. His with the finger. Gun. What? It was my my buddy's. You fingered your buddy. Finger. Oh, you fingered him. <laughs> how? I shot it. Uh, <laughs> Destro in his butt. What? I shot it. Cooper Commander, get your fingers out of me. You fingered your buddy's what microphone. Are you doing? Dude, look, you shot her tit off. You shot her tit off, man. Look what he has done to me, Destro. Didn't that get you a Boy Scout badge? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those fucked up bu- billboards? Badge, the new Boy Scout billboards and Cub no. Scout billboards? No, no I'm no, frightened. They're, they, they, they say like the, the, they say all these really silly phrases. Like, it's more fun together. Get your more, it's more fun together uh, badge. Look it up. It's the fucking, it's fucking hilarious. The new, it's more, the, the merit badge. Uh, things that they're offering, but they're all like very innuendo sounding. Interesting. They're all real innuendo sounding. The the merit badge, the new merit badge campaign. They've got billboards up, and it's like the more the earn your badge. earn your. It's more fun doing it together badge and stuff like that. It's like what your soul <laughs> orgy badge. Well, it's that's exactly it. It is soul orgies. They got a whole bunch of kids out in the woods just getting ready to. I feel like you made a lot of campfire. Uh, light a campfire on my dick. Dick fire. Uh, light a campfire on my dick. Sing it, Creed. Ha! It's a man's dick. Light a campfire on my dick. a woman's dick. Don't you know that is a woman's dick? Sounds like you need penicillin. It's a man's dick. Ha! And it ain't nothing without a woman. 